know if you uh, go to vacation over the weekend and you forgot to take it out of garbage out? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what the garbage starts to smell like. Yeah. It, it tastes like the way garbage Don't sniff smells. it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. That is hands on the worst thing I've ever tasted. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Don't sniff it. Just do it. Let's get it. Hey, today the show is brought to you by Mama Francesca's Gabagool. Ay, 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 that's the good, the Gabagool. Hey, everyone, I'm John. And I'm Jason. We invite you to listen to the Corner House Chronicles, where we like to find and discuss interesting stories from around the globe. We sample and review a different Michigan craft beer on each episode. And we also feature a guest from time to time to share their stories with you. You can find us at chcpodcast.com, where we have links to all of our social media pages. As well as links to all your preferred podcast streaming platforms. It's kind of like overhearing a conversation that was meant for you. It's just different enough. Finally, an album I care about. That's fucking perfect now. Golden, good, grand, great, terrific. Let's fucking do this. Welcome to episode 36 of You Watch, I Listen. That's way too fucking loud already. Um, And I'm already way too drunk to be recording anything. Why are you fucking screaming, dude? I'm sorry. You're right. I'm I'm being out of line. Um, So welcome to episode 36 of You Watch, I Listen. We are actually kind of snowed in right now. (laughs) We have a bit of an audience here. Um, I got my um, illustrious and um, what's the right word? Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say handsome co-host. Oh, were you? Uh, Taylor, I was going to say gross. Um, co-host uh, Taylor Micah to my right. Taylor, how are you? I'm doing great, and the snow is not great, so everything can go fuck off. I hate snow. Yeah, how's your day going to be tomorrow for work? Oh, you know, it's going to be just me driving down to Newark and just hating my life. Uh, in a fucking s- stick ship. Same as any other day. Yeah. Um, and we have a guest with us today. We have, uh, this is your third time or fourth time? I think it's third. I third. Say, right? uh, it Being is comparable. Ju- Justin Grohowski. Justin, yeah, welcome. welcome. Thanks for coming. Guys. You've had a couple of drinks too, haven't you? Yeah. Had some How was your week, Justin? Yeah. Tell me about your week. My what week happened? Was fucking terrible. Tell me about I it. I had the worst stomach virus in my life. I was shitting out of my ass. <laughs> well, I hope mouth. I hope it was out of your ass no, and not anywhere like, else. It was. It was you peeing pure, out of your ass. Pure water. water with a with a tint of poo. Like, <laughs> whatever, however you want to say it. It's got. Know. Well, yeah, it's got the 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 duty tint. Oh. It's not actual duty. It's just clear duty water. Yeah, and it's warm, yeah. and it eventually burns your butthole. It's a very tough situation to be in because you, you can never feel comfortable. You, you need the proper uh, toilet paper so that way you don't yeah, fucking pro- get road rash on your ass. I, we you need like, proper ran, we 12 ran ply. Wipes. We ran out of baby wipes in my house. Oh, you were using yeah. baby wipes. So you had it in yeah. clutch. I, I have now a septic, so using baby wipes isn't ideal when you have baby. So you have I'm to get just the like, proper thread count. Yeah. Um, so I'm. <laughs> yeah. You need no. You need proper twelve. Proper twelve ply. Proper twelve ply. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, thank you for coming. We have our engineer, uh, Josh, the engineer, with us, um, and we're just gonna kind of let's dive into this son of a bitch while we got this storm going on. Have some fun with it. We got the the UFC on ESPN Plus, the first card ever on ESPN Plus going on right now. Great fight tonight too. Um, so why don't I go first? All Since right. you have two movies, um, you I actually got movies. you got to both. You got to both Unbreakable and Split, and uh, you gave me Blink One Eighty Two's Enema of the state 
Um, now I we we clarified very quickly. Oh shit, you're right, Taylor. Yeah. Good job being a co-host. As I said, I had a couple drinks. It's we fine. forgot to do our live reads. What a silly goose I am. What a piece of shit. What a silly you goose. Are. So let me go first. Um, as much as I forgot them, how could you ever forget Lobo Sound? Ever. Go never to LoboSound.com. Check out the Bobo Christmas EP. If you have a podcast, if you have something you need to advertise and you need some something to make it pop and stand out, Lobo Sound are the guys you should be using. These guys have a creative ear for anything they hear. You can record a 20-second soundbite and they'll turn it into a two-minute song and it'll fucking sell. You heard Don't Sniff It, Just Do It at the beginning. It's funny and it's catchy every time. Go check out the Bobo Christmas EP, the Bobo uh, Show EP, and go make sure you just reach out. Vince and Dan do a great job over there. I can't say enough good things about them every single week, and I'm very much looking forward to them meeting them this summer. So, Taylor, I'll take it to you. Now, from our boys over at the hashtag Shots for Likes. I said it right this time. Shots for Likes, likes podcast. Likeses. If you like to relax, crack yourself a beer, use some medical marijuana, or violently abuse hard liquor, you are missing out on your new favorite podcast. I like all those things. Yes, I do too. From <laughs> drunken stories to video games to sports, Fudge and Finn are going to blow your freaking mind hole with the hashtag Shots for Likes podcast. I don't appreciate the cross language. Excuse me? Go on. Okay. Chances are you may have fast-forwarded through our recent ads on the other podcasts or streams you enjoy, but we aren't going anywhere. May as well head to iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, uh, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or Stitcher to immediately subscri- uh, subscribe and join in on the drunken fun. We promise you that if you are listening to us while drinking, it is not considered drinking alone. Visit ShotsForLikePodcast.com and choose your favorite listening platform and follow them on all forms of social media. Drink with us and don't be cunts. Yes. Again, I, I think, did we finally hammer out of time? Yes, um, I confirmed today with uh, my my uh, advisors that uh, December 9th is the day we will be recording with them. I will drive your big ass. February um, 9th? Fe- what did I say? December? Yeah, we're we going to wait a year? We're going to wait 10 months. What an asshole. Fudge and Finn. We got um, to give them a full year. And uh, yeah, so uh, February 9th, we'll be going up to see um, Fudge and Finn and record with them. And that'll be a lot of fun. So let, let me jump back to where I was two minutes ago before I made an well, asshole of myself. Well, I am going to cut you off. I actually <sighs> want to congratulate um, I want to congratulate Fudge. Fudge, yeah, Fudge. you had a kid. Woo. Congratulations. You Fudge. dumped a load. Who cares? Been, oh my god! All right. I, I already, mean, like, I mean, it's not like he didn't do that. No, he dumped a load. The baby came out, and now she has a really gross dad. So that happens. <laughs> really? a, a these, cool, are, these are friends you guys made. Yeah. Um. No, it's actually. Uh. We. I went to high school with them. Um. Oh, um Josh, engineer, and I went to high school with them. They were a year or two older than us. Um. And we've always been friendly. And they have their own podcast. It is hilarious. It's fantastic. Uh. They. They kill me every time. I've actually been and, a fan of uh, Fudge's bands for a while now. Yeah. He's got. Really know he's very talented musician. Uh, but Finn's been in. Most of those bands, he just doesn't ever say anything, just like he does on the show. Um, so yeah, Fudge had his uh, first child, and hopefully for the child's sake, only child. Um, but I'm I'm very happy for him and his uh, way way better half. Um, so let's go to these reviews. Um, now you gave me an album that I'm very familiar with, but I had not really listened to in depth in a long time. Not that long ago, uh, the landlord and I listened to Enema of the State on a long drive, and uh, it. Uh, we skipped a couple songs. Uh, we wanted to hear the ones we really liked. So we figured instead of me grading the album this week, I would rank the songs, which I think is pretty cool. It makes sense. Um, it's yeah. different. It's an album. Everyone kind of knows Enema of the State. I think uh, being our age, and Justin, you'd agree this, even though you're more of a hip-hop guy, uh-huh. everyone knew yeah. Blink-182's Enema of the State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew What's My Age yeah. Again. You knew mm-hmm. all the small things. So let's just jump into the rankings. My number one song on... Well, should I start from the bottom, actually? Uh, yeah, I want to hear the best song Okay, last. All right, so, so what my, you think, the anyway? number 12 song, my least favorite song on it is All the Small Things. Well, um, it could just fair. be from hearing it so many times. It was such a, a circulated song, and the music video was so iconic. The music video was great. It still is great. It was funny. But the song itself, eh, 
It's not a bad song by any means. It's a perfect radio hit for what they wanted to do. Absolutely, like get their name out there. That's what it was. Absolutely. You know, that's all that now, is. before I continue, I want to say that there's nothing on this album that I hate. I like everything on it. There's not a song on here I will skip. So right. it's not fair. Like when I say it's last, I don't think it's a piece of shit. Well, it's I, just I my least it, favorite song. Yeah, no, I said it last week too. Like it's practically almost like their first greatest hits record. Yeah, like, that's ab- how good it is. Absolutely. And so number twelve is all the small things. Uh, number eleven is anthem. I like anthem. It's a good song. Okay, but it doesn't stand out to the rest of me. Uh, number t- ten is Wendy Clear. I like Wendy Clear again. Good song. Yeah, but it's not, so, it's, it's not memorable. So now like when really. I get to number nine, all these songs I could listen to start to finish and love every time. Right. Uh, number nine being the party song. Party Great song, fucking yeah. song. It, uh-huh. it it kicks every time. It's fantastic. No complaints there. You go to number eight. Aliens exist is awesome. I love. I had to exist. adjust this a couple times because I'm like I don't feel like I'm being fair to some of these songs. But right. when a whole album is good. It, it's kind of it's tough doing these kind of rankings. Mm-hmm. So at number eight, Aliens Exist is really good. Uh, number seven being Dysentery Gary, great song again. It's 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 just a fucking great album. Yeah, it, you can't go wrong. But now I'm getting to the point where these six songs now it's hard. I would put on any playlist anytime, and I'll be happy when I hear them. Yeah. Uh, number six being What's My Age Again, um, classic. I, it's it's a great song. The music video when that came out, them just streaking through, and the, any song that can include the line "the state looks down on sodomy" <laughs> is awesome because the state does look down on sodomy and they should not because we should all be encouraging it consistently. <laughs> and well, it's just a great song. It's simple. It's short. Every song on the album is short. Well, I was gonna say too. I mean, like, as like I like when Mark takes lead on these songs. Well, I, I really do. Like, I love Tom and I love his. Tom voice. sucks. The, I, no, you I don't. Just, no, you I don't really do. love no, it. I truly you, do. You appreciate it. Yes, I do. What are you talking about? There's nothing about? to love about his voice. Where are you? He doesn't sing. That's the point. When <laughs> he you, just, you hate, you jerk off. I'm talking about this one. Talking about like Tom and Buddha and Tom and Cheshire Cat Mark, Mark and that Ru- and take off your pants and jacket was still pretty fucking good. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You're no, so full of shit, dude. Good. Yes, it was. It wasn't good. You know, but let's keep going. Um, number five, Going Away to College. Great Fantastic song. song. Is that an American Pie? Um, no, no, actually, no, no. the number my number one song was on American Pie, which I'll get to. Uh, going Away College again, great. Number four, uh, Don't Leave Me. Awesome. It's a fucking great song. There's nothing to complain about on any of these songs. You gave me an album where I can't say anything bad about any of it besides Tom's dickhead singing, All which right. isn't even that bad on this album. Um, and then you get to number three, and this one is a little bit of a outside-the-box one. I put number three, Adam's song. Um, to me, this was Blink-182 first stepping outside their norm. Um, it's a very depressing song. Uh, it's controversial in some ways. I appreciate the fact that they were inspired by one of my favorite comedic shows ever, Mr. Show with Bob Odenkirk and Dave Cross, one of the or- original yeah. comedic geniuses of their time. Um, it's just, it was cool to see them on this whole album that's upbeat and goes quick, that they could step out and be a little more mature. It was definitely, it was like an arena rock sound too, from like from where they came from their punk rock roots. Absolutely. Going from that too. So more like melodies. Adam, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Adam's song is probably one that's a Biggest outside of the box, and then number two, the first song on the album, Dumpweed. You can't go wrong with Dumpweed. It's my favorite song on the record. It so really I, is. I have it at number two. My number one song is Mutt, and that's the song from American Pie. Yeah, and right. I always picture um, Jason uh, Jason Biggs running back and forth between his house 
and the house of uh, where um, was it Nadia? Where uh, well, Nadia was changing in his bedroom, yeah. and he was running to where shit break and the kid from Rookie of the Year were watching on the webcam, yep. and he's just running back and forth, and then he makes pre cumsies um, when he goes <laughs> back, and everyone sees him do that. Um, th- there, so number one being mutt. This whole album made me feel like I was in sixth grade again. Um, it was you know when Kaluchi was like in college. Quote unquote, 33 years of that scene of vagina since birth. Uh, um, there, there's nothing about Enema of the State I have any complaints about. When, when, all, when the worst song on your album is All the Small Things, and it's mostly because it was so played out. Yeah. And even I was in a band Still where is. I was in a band where we played All the Small Things, and I admit it was played out because it's just a good song to play at an event where there's a group right. of people because everyone knows the words. It's a simple song, it's upbeat. I have nothing to complain about. Enemy of the State was fantastic to listen to. I appreciate you going back and trying a little more outside the box of what we do. Um, so great job with that. Sick. And then the only thing I would change on your list, I would have Dumpweed 1, because I think how they I, pace the album by itself is amazing. Yeah, the pacing of the album, you know starting I mean? with Dumpweed, yeah. and then Mutt's kind of like right towards the back end of yeah. it. I guess for me personally, I would have Dumpweed, Aliens Exist, Adam's Songs. You so should talk into right the mic there. more. I am talking into the fucking mic. You moved it away before, and then you now you tell me you're talking to the fucking. No, mic. I mean into the mic because I moved it away from you, and then you're talking like this. All right, well it's the same Dingus. thing. All right, anyway, so that's what I would go. Literally. With. So can we go with uh, my movie now? Yeah, let's movies. go with the movies. I gave you Unbreakable, and I said if you could get to it, get the split because obviously we know they're in the same way. And Justin, you've seen Unbreakable and Split, correct? Yes. And what are your thoughts on them before we get into Taylor's? Uh, I I really like them. I think it's yeah. like it's a really creative trilogy. It's not yeah. really like it's it's like almost like not even natural. Like Un- Un- it Unbreakable itself yeah. is it, it might have been like ten years ahead of its time because yeah, sure. it was right. I told Taylor last week it was right at the beginning of comic book movies becoming a thing because it was after X-Men but it was pre-Spider-Man the original Spider-Man now, I think, it would have been massive now it would have huge, yeah. been, it contrasted all Marvel shit Absolutely, you know, and um, it, and obviously, so. some people were upset when it came out because he went from the Sixth Sense to Unbreakable, from a horror movie to a comic book movie. So Taylor, having never seen Unbreakable, let's do Unbreakable first. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. So I mean, when I sat through and watched Unbreakable the first time, I really didn't. I had a kind of mixed feelings. I had to watch it twice mm-hmm. to really get a better grasp. Oh, of so it. you watch it twice? Nice. I had to just because the, I didn't understand I fully what was happening the first time. Absolutely. So I, I, when I watched it, I was sitting there. I had so many different questions, like what's the uh, what's the significance of uh, Hugo Glass. What's the significance of uh, David Dunn? That's his name? Yeah, David Dunn. There's no David chicken nuggets Dunn. left. <laughs> no. There's no chicken nuggets left? What the fuck is no. that? <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's that's a travesty in and itself. There's no more chicken nuggets left. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Keep going. There, there were so many different things that were going on throughout the movie. Um, you mentioned last week that to pay attention to the, the color scheme. The or color the scheme specifically was, in the movie. It was shot brilliantly, and I, that's the one thing I will take away from it. Um, That's what can be said about M. Night Shyamalan. Even in his bad movies, his direction is always fantastic. I hate The Village, I hate Lady in the Water, and I hate The Happening. And his direction is always wonderful. He has a great idea on visuals and audio and sounds, even in his bad movies. I'll say The the Village was good up until the shitty twist. No, uh, The Village was not good. I I liked it, but it was was still like. What's the like? I was young when I watched it. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. You were young. I there's nothing to like. This is the premise of the movie. Let's let's be fair about the village. Oh well, they think they're living in the 1800s, and then they the blind girl walks through the woods, 
and it doesn't. It, she's fine, and then she finds out. Oh, it's actually present day. Tell me, not a fucking plane flew overhead. Not one time. Not a fucking helicopter. A blimp. A <laughs> hot air balloon. A drone. They're in the Bermuda Triangle, and they don't find anything. The village, and then the creatures that they're afraid of look like fucking Snuffleupagus. It's a <laughs> tremendous. Tremendous piece of shit. They they look like the shitty uh, from the even, shitty Krampus movie. Yeah, Krampus, fucking, they, even they look Krampus. Even Joaquin Phoenix stinks in that movie, yeah. and he's great. Joaquin, <laughs> he talks like this the whole movie. He talks with like his that stupid hair lip, movies. he still hasn't gotten fixed. So go on about Unbreakable. Um, <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. Go but, on. Um, for anyone that would watch this, knowing that it's a comic book movie. Knowing, like, a comic book fan now would go back and watch Unbreakable, I don't think they would enjoy it. No, I agree, because, because now it, we're so spoiled dude, with, unbreak, with comic book it's movies. It's more of a character piece than it is an action film. A thousand it's, percent. It's more or less, there's really no action outside of the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie, and it's not even real action. It's more suspense, it's and it's building, more of a It's building up this crescendo where David Dunn is discovering who mm -hmm. he is, and then you, the big reveal at the end is that Mr. Glass knew who he was the, the whole time, time, and he was kind of egging on all these situations. Right. So, I mean, it, it was it's enjoyable, it's fun. I, I don't see it's any a replay. slow burn it 100%. very much is and for a movie that was an hour and 45 minutes I think it took a little too long yeah it's that's most you know Shyamalan I mean? movies and there's no real big twist in it I mean no. the twist is it that he can't go in water um, at all but there, I think specifically Samuel Jackson's glass character in that is it's, awesome it's fantastic because it's such an unopposing character and then the whole scene where he's at the the football game and he falls down the stairs and every bone in his body breaks. Laughed hysterically. <laughs> yeah, Dude, uh, because Samuel Jackson screaming, ah! Oh, well, ah. you your, uh, Yeah, I just yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to Unbreakable. Is he going up on what, that now? Where would you rank Unbreakable? You did a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Um, where would you Honestly, give it? I would give this a six. Okay, like, that's fair. It's got good replay value, not it, for me, but I understand I, why people dig I it. I think the replay value is I've. Learned. I've seen the movie seven to eight times, and I've liked it more each time I watch. Justin, you'd probably agree. I remember the first time yeah. I saw, I was young and I liked it, but I was like, I don't know if I got that. Mm -hmm. And then the more I've seen it, I was like, oh, I see what he was going for. Well, the I, way the frames go is actually even like a comic book when he cuts from frame to frame, yeah. where it's supposed to be like you're going to each box on a page of a comic book, well, which yeah, is brilliant. I, I would say my, my whole thing too was that, like I said I, I did enjoy it, and yeah. the second time I saw it, I did enjoy it more. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I do I do get that appeal. So now, if I want to transition to split, let's get. The, split. the first question I have for you about Split is, at what point, because you said when you saw it with the with the landlord in the theater, sure, sure. you mentioned that you picked up on, this, this might be related to Unbreakable, yeah, right? Yeah. The, tell me what time, because I, um, I, I watched Split twice. Okay. Right? I watched both movies twice. Not until the end of the movie where Dunn shows up did I finally so, see dude, the correlation how awesome was, Okay, so uh, before we talk about how great that ending was. It was great. Um, the moment I picked up in Split that it might be tied in Unbreakable, there's a couple things. They mentioned the area where they were, which is Philadelphia, which is where Split took, where Unbreakable took place. They do mention it. Oh, I okay, I I didn't. It, I, that could be anything. Yeah, There's yeah. certain directors that like yeah, setting next, their movies in any in their, their particular. The next thing you know, you see Tom Hanks walking down the street with AIDS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all connected. <laughs> oh, He's just spitting on people, throwing <laughs> like, needles at them. Like what the fuck. <laughs> Um, he's, so, yo, he's representing Hugo so Glass. The, 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 the point in the movie where I, I thought I might, it might definitely be is when um, James McAvoy's character uh, goes to his psychi or a psychiatrist. Dr. Fletcher. Is, yes, she's talking to um, all her colleagues about this thing. She's talking about possessing what they what, what her clients believe are superhuman abilities. Identities. Exactly. But she, no, she said that they they become superhuman strength. Yes, for sure. And I was like, okay, that has like a tie-in. It could just, I thought maybe it's an Easter egg to Unbreakable, mm -hmm. and which would be fine because directors always leave little Easter eggs to their past movies. But 
I didn't think it was definitively that. I thought maybe this could be it. Right. And then it ended, and I remember sitting there. I was there with uh, the landlord, a few friends, and I was like, oh, 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 and she's like, I haven't seen Unbreakable. I said, fuck you. Like, <laughs> she didn't get it. I was, And then we watched Unbreakable the next day. So just going back to Split as a movie, how good was James McAvoy in that movie? McAvoy makes the movie. Oh, he uh, is. He, oh, my God. The, he the, got the, the underrated. He, how many even. different people does he play? Like, he has 23 personalities, but they only really 24. show like... Four. Yeah, like including the, uh, the the beast, the beast. Um, but he only showed like five to six. Was I was I die I, when he's the little kid Hedwig, Hedwig? and oh, he's yeah, dancing. Great. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you guys are gonna get me in trouble. Yeah, he goes. Hedwig. I have a window by my by CD player. <laughs> it's, there's, but I mean, uh, the thing I love about Split well, is the way it starts. It just throws you right into it. I I did like that aspect of it. And like I will the girl, say, the weird girls at her party with their not yeah. friends. Well, the thing is that, that I love is that McAvoy transitions from character. Well, from technically he's playing so many different characters. He's he transitions from uh, what the hell's her name, Patricia, sure. to Dennis, to Barry, yeah. to Hedwig, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seamlessly. And I think that's what just intensifies the movie is, is McAvoy's performance. And I will say, Absolutely. it's just. It's just, it's a creepy movie. Like it's like yeah. Unbreakable's not creepy. No. Split is creepy. Split feels more of like a horror film, but it's really it's, not. It's way more a thriller, and I can yeah. understand it. That especially if you're uh, a female, and that's a fear that you know you're walking to your car and someone kidnaps you, mm-hmm. and they're a psych- You can't do anything to overpower them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time if he punches you once, you're knocked out. Um, I, it, I, it's I creepy. Can't... He was definitely creepy, and the way he like the 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 child character was almost like oh he's innocent, and then he's not the old really. woman. He's the old woman Patricia. And you could see a little more controlling, and then the character that kidnapped them just doesn't have respect for anything, almost like a sociopath. Didn't they kind of hide the fact that it wasn't really like supernatural stuff at the end of the trailer too. It Cor- looked like more yeah. like a psychological thriller. Correct. Yeah. And you know, there, there's so many like little things in this movie. The the storyline about the the main girl um, being molested by her uncle and her understanding how to deal with them. Like when she got, they all got kidnapped. She told the girl, "Pee on yourself. Pee on yourself." His character looks like that one identity he has looks like he has OCD. Works. Brilliantly. Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like I yeah, said, I had, it's, I had it's a, a brilliantly directed movie for being such a simplistic atmosphere as well. well just in almost in the most of the movie takes place in three rooms total. Pretty much. Well, I'll say the other cool thing because I watch a lot of special features. When I watch a special feature of this movie, M Night Shyamalan said that he used the cinematographer that uh, filmed It Follows. Oh, okay. So he used it because and he did was, you see It Follows? Yes. Okay. Because I, I, watched, I watched brilliantly it brilliantly shot movie. I watched it with you. Yes, that's right. And you got scared. Yeah, and I left. Yeah, you scare <laughs> like a you scare like a child. <laughs> I fucking hate scary movies, dude. I can't stand it. So the new Halloween movie scared you a lot, right? What, the Halloween? Yeah, yeah dude, I ran to my buddy's house. I had to. I couldn't do Man? it. Well, I couldn't run <laughs> because it was at Jesus a... It, he, he lives in a different town, so I drove very, very fast <laughs> to his apartment. I ran to my car. I ran to my car. Took a bunch of deep breaths. Immediately out of breath. <laughs> Sweating. Uh-huh. I sweat when I sweat in the shower and I sweat when I read. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on the third paragraph. I need a breather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what, what, would you give, what would you give Split? Split is... I'm gonna give a seven and a half. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I'd say it's like a seven. And, and I yeah. think it's. A, I, I watch it again. Um, I try to watch, rewatch what I give you just to have it fresh in my mind. Right. And I forgot how much I actually like the movie. Split McAvoy. I, he didn't get enough. Like he, he should have gotten award recognition because to play each character and the tiny things you watch in multiple viewings. How his body language, his posture, the way he uh, he talks to people, the way his mouth opens a little bit more when he talks. It's just a fantastic, immersive character that he got into to have all those personalities. Um, I, I, I truly loved Split. I thought it was uh, it didn't get enough credit. Where do you guys think both rank in the catalog? Of, of As his films? Yeah, I think they're both top five for me. I, they I'm have bra- to I be. think Unbreakable is the best. I think as a movie, yeah. 
Yeah. I think my favorite is Signs. Si- signs yeah. is my favorite. Wait, 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 wait what did he do? So he did so, both okay, Signs these and are, Sixth Sense? These are his films. Because that's what I, I never knew. He, he did both of them, correct? So his very first movie was The Sixth Sense. Um, then he did Unbreakable. Then he did Signs. And then we start getting weird. Uh, he really does, weird. He does The Village, which I understand some people like it. I, under, I, I truly do get why some people liked it. The problem it was, truthfully, is that he marketed it as a straight-up horror film, and it should not have been marketed as a horror film because it was not. The Happening is the best movie. Then he, shut up, Justin. Then he did what? La- then he did Lady. No, then, <laughs> then he did Lady in the Water, oh, dude. which was terrible. Was it really Paul, that bad? It's, it's tremendously... I've never seen it. It's a tremendous piece of shit. Paul Giamatti is great in the movie. Josh... It's, and Josh, so to be fair, pull up the Rotten Tomatoes thing on that movie. I want to see. Yeah, how bad please. It really on is. Lady in the Water. Um, right now. So Lady in the Water. That was when people finally said, "All right, M Night Shyamalan might be a, a, a three hit wonder. We'll give him one more shot." And that one more shot he took was the happening. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that's so Which Mark, Mark Wahlberg said in an interview. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's uh, it could have been good. Like what? the concept of it made sense, mm-hmm. and there's some cool parts in it, like the beginning where people are just killing themselves for no reason. Like the one guy jumps into a lion cage, and the guy lays in front of a lawnmower. There's some cool visuals in the movie. Yeah, it's a 25 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, truthfully, one of the most angry, <laughs> uh, the, the angriest I've ever been leaving a movie theater that's was awesome. The Village. I was I was fuming angry with The Village. You were hyped about it. I, w- I thought it was a horror movie, and yeah. it was not at all. Right. And they cast Adrian. Broner as um, Adrian Broner's the boxer. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, <laughs> Adrian Brody the as um, the village idiot who was just a guy with like Down syndrome, and they called him the village idiot. I'm like, yo, you're not <laughs> going to get away with that now. It's just a, a terrible, terrible movie. And then he got even weirder because he did um, the Last Airbender, the Avatar film. Oh, yo, he directed that. the shit out of and that. And then he did uh, After Earth with Will Smith and his After, son. After Earth. Will Smith tried so hard to win a fucking Oscar with he that movie. He still does. It, what, okay, it's terrible. What's the last movie Will Smith did where he didn't try to win an Oscar? Uh, uh, seven Pounds. No, he, that's what he tried where to he do. Didn't. He tried to win an Oscar. Yeah, Bright. exactly. The happiness. Bright. Bright was the last time he didn't try to win an Oscar. <laughs> and, no. that, and that and that and Suicide Squad, and he was great in both of those movies. He, Fuck what you think about Bright. I like it. Fuck okay, you. Well, no, Bright was better than Suicide Squad. Suicide, Suicide Squad terrible. was horrendous. Suicide Squad horrendous. <laughs> so, Split, you give a seven? Split, that, seven, seven and, and a half. half. Seven and a half? Seven and a half for cool. sure. You know, I just, just realized very I haven't, I haven't thought a lick about what movie I was going to give you this week. I just realized that. You know what's funny? I you, haven't thought at all about what fucking so, album I'm going to give you this week either. So I'm trying to think about the movie I should give you, and I'm going to let Justin pick the, the genre. Oh, now, wow. now, if you want to get creative with the genre... Yeah, go for it. Oh, did someone Taylor retire? doesn't like horror. Someone were just retired in the cage, I think uh, so. clearly. They, yeah, they put their fucking um, glove down. So Taylor doesn't like horror. At all, Justin. So I could go with some classic horror. Watch um, yourself. You know, I don't think he's seen some of my favorite classic comedies. I don't think he's seen some classic dramas. I don't know if he's seen all of Scorsese's catalog or I've Kubrick's seen, for that matter. I haven't seen all of Kubrick. I've seen almost oh, all of wow. Scorsese for sure. Well, a lot of different ways to go. Then. Have you seen The King of Comedy with Robert uh, De Niro? Yeah, uh, uh, Rupert Pupkin, right? Yes, yeah, yeah Rupert Pupkin's a classic. That's like underrated. Um, I don't it know. Is. I'm feeling like I should go like with a true horror film. Because yeah, you on. liked Hereditary, right? I actually go loved Hereditary. Then if you, Hereditary, go like indie horror. Then no, no I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go old horror. Gonna go and I'm gonna go. Old? I'm gonna go on the route of Hereditary. I'm okay. gonna give you Rosemary's Baby. You mother. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give you a real oh, classic in the no. ro- in the world of no, a, a, a. Let's just acknowledge it. A rapist of a director and Roman Polanski. Oh, great great director. <laughs> um, so there would not be a movie like Hereditary without Rosemary's Baby. Um, and Hereditary doesn't really reveal its hand until the end, as we know. Um, Rosemary's Baby doesn't reveal its hand for a while. You have an idea, 
It's brilliantly directed. It's fucked up. Uh, the acting is really good in it. If you can embrace the more campiness of the 70s, there is nothing wrong with this movie. It's not as scary as Hereditary. I'll tell you that right now. It's not as scary as Hereditary. Hereditary was fucked. Hereditary fucked my head. I saw fucked. it with Justin, and I was fucked up for a while after seeing Hereditary. I had to text you immediately after I saw yeah, it. Yeah, here you go. Look, look at the... 90, what, what's the Rotten Tomatoes? Ro- Rosemary's Baby is, is one of... Is it 70s? Isn't it later than that? I might be 60... Uh, no, I think Rosemary... What year did it come out? 1968. Oh so 1968 wild, was Rosemary's dude. Baby. The same year Night of the Living Dead was released. Yeah. I want to. I want you to start embracing old school horror more and understand that good storytelling done. This is not scary like Hereditary. Oh, yeah. I promise you. The okay. tone of it is different. This movie kind of takes you for multiple twists and turns. The cast is great in it. Uh, Mia Farrow is fantastic in it. There's there's a reference. To, uh, there's a this is the end reference uh, to Rosemary's Baby in, in that in, in this when Jonah Hill's getting raped by the devil. Um, <laughs> you'll you'll understand it. Um, this is one of the all-time great, important <laughs> bookend horror films, okay. and I think you need to see it. So I'm giving you Rosemary's we Baby. We're watching the right. uh, what? Wait, this is the end you're talking about? Yeah, with the, with the devil dick. Yeah, the, the devil end. dick. <laughs> yeah. So one of, I'm not gonna say who, one of our friends. We were in like the one of the front rows. He was like mesmerized by the cock. Like, <laughs> dude, I was so like, I, not in like a good way, but like he couldn't <laughs> believe that it no, was like he thought it was, like, he wished it was 3D like, so he could, could try blowing it. Reality, like, <laughs> No, it's not, a huge fucking dick. No, no, not, not, you know. Dude, now that you say that, I remember I remember very distinctly that's, someone dude, going that's like, so funny. why is it so big? That's so funny you say that. So I was just, on my, on my actual birthday on Sunday, I hung out with my three oldest friends, Jared, Spooner, and Kenyatta. And we were talking about like old times, and I was saying, I remember seeing This is the End of the Theater with Jared and Spooner, and when the devil was walking by and his dick was out, Jared screamed, his dick is so big! And <laughs> laughing. And I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, nice, Rosemary's yeah. Baby, what album are you giving me, Taylor? All right, well, since you gave me horror, and I'm not a fan of horror, but I do appreciate it because I'm starting to get an actual appreciation yeah, you're, for horror. you're starting to get it. Uh, I figured I'm going to give you something very, very, very far out of your fucking wheelhouse. Oh, God. I'm going to give you a country album. Oh, okay. All right. Just be ready. Now, okay. I'm. this is the truth. I'm only going to give you this one because I have a lot of faith that you're going to appreciate what it, what it is. Sure. I'm going to give you Zach Brown's debut album, Zach Brown Band's debut album, 2008, The Foundation. It is fucking fantastic. Brown, 2000. It's called The Foundation? The Foundation. Came out in 2008. Okay. Tell me about the album and highlight some songs on it. Uh, I'm going to highlight two songs in it, in it, uh, on it in particular. You are going to hear his biggest hits that a lot of people will know off the top I of their I couldn't head. tell you a single song by Zach Brown. Like uh, the song uh, Toes is a big one. Never Got heard of it. Toes in the water, ass in the sand, not a warrior in the world, cold beer in my hand. That's a big That's a big famous one. Never heard of it. Chicken Fried is another famous one of his from that. Who? Just you you live under a fucking rock. I've never you know okay. I don't think anyone in here can name a Zach Brown song. Can you name a Zach Brown song? No, I don't know can you name genre. a Zach Brown song? Nope. Can you name a Zach Brown song? Close minded. Can you people. name a Zach Brown song? So fuck you, you're the loser. Go on. I'm not a anyway. loser at all because Zach Brown's great. He's he's a modern day Van Morrison because he's he's absolutely fantastic with his songwriting. Musically, he's an excellent guitar player. And those are the two and those are the two songs I want to highlight. Okay, uh, jo- Jolene in particular, and then where the boat well, from. Is it, There's is, a lot of reggae. Feel uh, Jolene's to it. a cover. Is it? Yeah, Jolene's like one of the most famous songs is ever. Which Jolene, correct? Jolene. I don't, yeah, Dolly Parton. It's a Dolly Parton song. I never even knew Miley Dolly Cyrus that covered one. it. Jack White covered I never it. Knew nothing about it. Honestly, really, you didn't no. know that? Yeah, Jolene's like a very, very famous song. Well, I'm not. I, I'm I, not. It's I'm a not, classic song, I, so covering I, it's not a problem. I'm not deep, deep in the country, but I will tell you, we'll definitely appreciate. He's got a. What are you deep voice. into besides cholesterol? Uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, not working out. <laughs> just, uh, not eating well. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Sure. <laughs> 
Working. Well, cheers to that. Um, so, Zach Brown Band, that's a, a little different. I actually appreciate that you went a little outside the norm because there is the possibility that I like it. Like, I, I, I try to go into all these open-minded. Despite what my former co-host thinks, when I went to Arcade Fire, I tried to like it. The problem was it's an unlikable piece of shit. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> and he gets so mad about it. I'm not I'm just not a he fan gets, either. He gets so Yes, thank you. He thinks I'm just like being difficult. No, people some people don't like that shit but, where it's just droning and there's no energy to it. Well, I like like I said before, without without bands like Arcade Fire, no, bands like you have to respect 1975 them. don't exist. Like I mean even 5 seconds of summer don't doesn't exist. No, like, shit like that, well, that, that that's I wish. big. You know what I mean? Like it's just the truth, you know. All right, let's go into some fucking bullshit now. I got some stuff here. All right. I um, actually, I, I actually I I brought one story and it's more or less a question cuz I saw it on Twitter. It was a okay, poll on well, Twitter. Okay. Why don't we do this cuz I got something for, I got to give a shout out first to someone uh our he was our 1000th follower, so I said I'll give you a shout out. Shout out. Um his name is Shipit on Twitter. Ship He's it. at Shipit, but it's S H I I P I T. So got to give him some props here as our 1,000 follower. And we're almost at 1,100 already. So it kind of picked up quick once we got... I think you get over that 1,000 threshold and people are like, oh, he's for real. I, I so we might as well check it out. So, um, I, Josh, I can't hear you when you're trying to speak at all. So you need to talk closer to the mic or just take it out of your hand and helmet. And helmet. Um, so um, the first thing I want to talk about <laughs> is a movie that I know uh, Justin is going to be excited for. Uh, they just announced is a sequel to Coming to America. Coming to America 2. With the original cast, whoever's alive. Really? Um, yeah, movie, Arsenio Hall. And, and Eddie, Murphy, Eddie Murphy and oh. Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall is alive. Yeah, he is alive. I thought he was dead. I mean, he thought he was dead, too. He hasn't had anything to do in years. The last thing he did was a skit on Chappelle's show, where Chappelle goes... No, that's not true. Oh, and, that's oh, not entirely true. Okay, he, then what is they it? They resurrected the Arsenio Hall show for like... Who? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Who's, who's they? Who? I don't know who they Amazon is. Amazon Prime? But YouTube Red. No, it was on TV again for no, a solid year or so, and then it just I don't got believe it. Again. I don't believe. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I don't think that happened. I think you're lying. Look, I think I think you're fired. Actually, um, <laughs> no, I think he's right. It was on like a lower key channel. Was right? it? Was what, it on, what, what was it on of, like IFC or something like who that? Who has thought about anything Arsenio Hall has to do? In years, <laughs> five changes to expect from the Arsenio Hall show revival. All right, a makeover. Yeah, clearly not it's good enough. The first thing it says it's been twenty years since Arsenio <laughs> Hall has graced the late night desk. The Arsenio Hall show was huge when it was out. I know. No, um, it, was. it was a massive, Channel massive 11? show. Um, yeah, of course, it, of course it was. Right after Sister Sister, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says a makeover. The next generation of guests. Robin Thicke was one of his guests. I, I also like how it distinguishes who he Alan is. It's Alan's son. Actor. Like, uh, I'm Alan Thicke. You like Sister so a, a web presence. No shit. It's not fucking 2004 where the only way to get the internet is Juno, 30-day free disc. Uh, number four, more in-depth uh, music, music coverage. coverage. Cool. And an updated theme song. Wow, they really sold the shit out of this. I wonder I why I didn't do well. It literally sounds awful. I, I liked when he had Alphon on the Arsenio Hall show. Who? Okay, I do you guys know anyone that watched the Arsenio Hall show? No, nope. ever at all. No. Okay, okay we mind. have one person here. We have wife two that watched wife the Wife two. Um, because there's a wife and then there's the wife two. Um, Cholo two. Wife two Hector. because because your husband is a number two. And uh, the Arsenio Hall show. No, you really watched it. You're a giant it? dump, dude. Why did you watch it? I'll I'll repeat your answer. Because it was good. Your mom watched it? Your mom likes me, so I have nothing bad to say. Your mom loves me, right? 
That's true. Bill Clinton did. He appealed to excuse me. The, Bill Clinton was on say? there to appeal to black voters and played his saxophone. They had a famous one with like NWA, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. The Macho uh, Man our, our, was actually a mainstay on the uh, the original. Arsenal yes, Hall show. I liked when Richard Belzer had his own talk show. Richard Belzer had one. Um, he was a munch on SVU. Um, I don't know if you want to pull this up, Josh, because I don't know if Taylor's ever seen dude, this. I don't know none about talk so, shows. So, um, you've seen SVU, though, right? Richard Law a couple, and Order SVU. A couple so pull episodes. up Richard Belzer um, on a uh, type of Richard Belzer Hulk Hogan. Uh, this was leading up to WrestleMania one. Um, Hulk Hogan, Richard Bel- uh, Hulk Hogan, Mr. T one on Richard Belzer's talk show. Go ahead, that first video. Um, and he kind of oh he choked him out. I he seen mentioned this. something about about um, wrestling not being real, and Hulk Hogan wanted to demonstrate a a front headlock, but in jujitsu terms, it would be a guillotine to Richard Belzer. I've seen this on a documentary before. Yeah, he, he, he sued the fuck out of Hulk Hogan for this. Um, well, I mean, deservingly. It, well, yeah, yeah he sure. shouldn't have called wrestling fake. Let's be fair. Well, I, I agree with that, but you know what I mean? Like, what do you think? Dude, this is when Hogan was 6'8". This, this was prime Hogan, This no? was before... Okay, look. Watch this. Look at the fucking size of him. So, he gets Richard Belzer in the front headlock, and like I said, in jujitsu terms, this is a guillotine choke. And hey, watch, watch this, Justin. Dude, yeah. Ready? Ready? Look, He's like, all right, dude, put tiny, me down. Watch his arms. Watch tiny his arms. bit of pressure. Arms Ow. go limp. Ow. It drops Let, him. Boom. He cracked his head wide open. So, so Mr. <laughs> T, he's just sleeping. Jesus Christ. Yo, he's all right. out cold. Kill that video. Um, but Arsenio Hall getting a, a movie in 2019 might be a bigger story than Coming to America 2 itself. But do you think, Justin, you being, you're a huge fan of Coming to America, uh, yeah, correct? It's, good, yeah. it's It's a top... It's a top comedy for, for me. For sure, for sure. Um, I do think Eddie Murphy could actually be funny in 2019, 2020, whenever it comes out. I don't, I don't out. know about that. Dude, Eddie Murphy's just not bomb like, after bomb. They have to have some dude, like, current like, they, They're going to have right? to put contemporary. They're gonna they're gonna, what they're going to do is the same um, uh, minority actress that's in everything as Tessa Thompson. They like putting her in yeah, everything, yeah, correct? Be... She's, She's also great. great, though. She's, She's great, great in everything. She's great. Put her in it. I don't care. I'll watch anything. If it's good, I don't care who you are. Be blue. I don't care. As long as they have but a knockoff McDonald's. They have to put that in there, right? Correct? You have that. Yeah. Did you buy that Funko when you saw it? Oh, no. Because no. <laughs> your dad yeah, would yell listen, at you? I thought about it. You bought, <laughs> well, you bought one Funko in your life, right? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. I bought uh, the Jimmy McGill one. So Saul Goodman. Saul, and my dad saw it, and he's like, he's like, clean your fucking room, and by the way, stop buying fucking toys. <laughs> <laughs> You're an adult. And, so, and you did. And I, I stopped. You did. That. Yeah. What, okay. Now, so please tell me that uh, this is one with the preacher. Where he's like, now what we got over here? It's a bunch of got like he's got uh like the bikini contest. No, shit. that's not coming to America. Wrong. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure that's not coming to America. It's an Eddie Murphy movie. You're thinking of a different Eddie Murphy movie. It's not if you've not seen Coming to America, um, you're fired. <laughs> Fuck out of here. No, I'm I'm, I'm no, kidding. I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm almost positive there's a preacher in it. Um, there's actually been a bunch of and the preacher's a, judging a bikini contest. That's not I'm coming to America. Positive. There's a ton of uh, movie announcement this week as far as sequels go. Uh, Ghostbusters three was uh, one they announced. So no, how Remus though, dude. Well, like, he's dead. It's it is Remus, well, not that's, Remus. Same but, thing. Um, no, okay. but like, I, I, like I don't, I don't. So need I guess that. his Leave son. Alone, his, okay, I, I tend to agree. But would you be saying this if they didn't try to do it a few years ago? No, I I, I would still say the same thing because no, like it, that's be, bullshit. Because no, they, a thousand people, people were crying for a Ghostbusters sequel for how long before Harold Ramis died, and even after they've had scripts. It was always Bill Murray saying no because I like Bill Murray. He's a low-key scumbag. He always has been. He just gets media hype for some reason. He's a low-key low, low diva, 100%. He was the one always saying no. This movie could have made been made 10 years ago. Now, 
the reasons I think it's okay, and I would say no to this if it was done in any other way. It's being directed by the son of the guy that directed the original one. It's being directed by Ivan Reitman's son. Ivan Reitman's one of the most iconic directors, and I believe he's penning the script as well. And they've had a script for a while. Okay. Bill Murray is going to be in ghost form in the movie, which I think is a nice little touch. Okay. Rather than it would be kind of fucked up if they did Harold Ramis as a ghost without any kind of <laughs> consent. Like, hey, listen, I know you're dead. Here you go, CGI. <laughs> um, and they're going to be training a new generation of Ghostbusters, which is a good idea. Rather than just say, hey, instead of just you know explaining why there's women. Ghostbusters now let's just throw them out there and then let them deal with the backlash which they acted like they never saw coming right great idea so it make if you want to reboot things and make sequels that are years later like coming to America like Ghostbusters it needs to be fan service it can't be I'm trying to appeal to a market it needs to be for fans because Ghostbusters fans have been wanting Ghostbusters content forever they released a Ghostbusters video game 10 years ago that did great because Yo, the fans game was awesome, it was on, it was on the Wii the shit out and of it. fans wanted to play it They it, it, when Ecto Cooler comes out every couple years fans buy the shit People out of it Ghostbusters it. is a premium premium brand name if you do it right and you make it more like the original it shouldn't matter that it's being done all these years later I mean it's also like it's an it's an iconic tagline. Who are you going to call? Yeah. They, like, you know what the, I mean? The, like, did it's you see literally the teaser iconic. trailer? The teaser trailer for it was fantastic, where the car is avail- it, uh, shows up. It, Make it feel like I'm back in that universe. Is it the original Ecto in the trailer? Yeah, dude. That's kind of cool. It's great. It's a little teaser. It's fantastic. I mean, it's it's a great idea if you do it the right way. It, I mean, just for what you said makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like, I, I compared it to like the Halloween movies. How many sequels did they make that were not great? Like at least and, three. At and, least and, three. And then the last one that, that I just watched from 2017, I was believe. Great. Was great. It was great. 2018, the Halloween was. 2018. Well, came also, in October, yeah. Be, because it was, it was made... Like with how like with Halloween fans that that were kids when the first Correct. one came out. It was out. people that loved the original one, so, so they appreciated. W- it. When when the situation calls for it, I totally understand. But absolutely, I, you know. So maybe I could it's change. Matter, but it, it, that's is, where my stance is on Ghostbusters left. Be, un- is it better left untouched? It's possible. So, I, yeah. It, it, the fact that it's the director of the original, the, the son of the, the original director being involved, twinkie. that makes me excited because he obviously, it's part of his childhood as well. His sure. dad directing it. And that he knows how precious this is. And we're, we actually have the teaser trailer up right now. It's the first time Taylor's seeing it. So it, it's... It's enough for me to be like, okay, I think they get it. Because Ghostbusters wasn't this slapstick thing like they tried doing with the one with Melissa McCarthy. It was kind of like a serious, it was like really no, serious kind no, of serious movie. No, it was slaps. The old ones, yeah, they were they were goofy, but they didn't make fun of themselves. Right. They were fun. Right. They were funny. The guys all had a good time making it. And then they do this one where they, they put these women in a position where they couldn't win. Wait, so it that's all it was? It, they so show you, the car at the end oh, of so it. You I saw the Ecto at the end. Exactly. Like accept in today, like especially today, you got to accept that this stuff's going to get remade and rehashed. Of course, and you should and need you, you gotta, should talk closer to the microphone. You, okay. I mean, like, I, I mean, but <laughs> that's close. the same thing. Like, it is what you it just is. Just got to accept what it is, and you, you got to deal with it. You got to give it a shot. Yeah, you got to deal with that. If one if one one off movie does great, you should expect it to be nine fucking sequels greenlit almost immediately if it makes some sort of money. Absolutely. That's just the way it goes now in Hollywood. It's Thanks. Well, of course. Like the fact that coming to America too, they're making it now. It's not terrible, but at the same time, like, do you really have to make they're a second one? Big Trouble in Little China. Aren't Why? They? Why? Are they remaking Leave it alone, Big Trouble dude. in Little China? Why? That's like, one that's like that the needs, one they've never. That's one that doesn't. You don't need to make anything that Kurt Russell was in. Don't remake um, <laughs> Escape from New York. Don't remake it. Escape from L.A. Don't remake the thing. They've already tried that a couple times, and it's just not worth it. So the the other uh, movie announcement that came out this week is um, the some casting in the Sopranos prequel movie, which I'm actually a little excited about. They cast uh, John Bernthal. 
um, to be in the movie, who's the Punisher, Punisher and Shane on The Walking Dead. Fantastic. And uh, the woman whose last name I can never pronounce, but she's in the Conjuring films, uh, v- Vera or Vera Famil- Famiglia. Famiglia? What, she, she's the, what is it? So Famiga? Famiga. Formiga? Vera, she's uh, the one that Matt Damon marries in The Departed. Her. And oh, she's in okay. the Conjuring she's films. Good. I, she has to be playing Olivia Amiga? Soprano, Amiga? right? Amelia? I would think so. She, I think she's going to so, play. She, so what time? Like what state? What time? This is taking this place, place during the Newark riots back in the '60s. Oh, so it's about right. Johnny Boy Soprano. So, okay. Um, about Junior Soprano, and there will be a young Tony Soprano in it. That's okay. gonna be um, like, needs it. I, exactly. Not, it won't I, be a teenager. I think. Uh, yeah, I, maybe like seven to eight no, years old. I think is this John, right around the time with the oh, flashback even, episode okay. where he follows his dad it's, to work and gets pinched. It's similar. Yeah, like it's that? similar around there. Yeah. What, what year, Josh? What year were the Newark riots? Can you tell us, um, Josh, Josh engineer? Josh engineer. So it. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. I think I could totally 1967. So I could totally see Bernthal playing um, Johnny Boy Soprano, Tony's father. He looks like he's got the look, the demeanor. He sinks into those kind of roles where you need to be aggressive he's and got violent. That accent for and it too. Vera, like he's really good at it. Avira could one. Th- I didn't know. First off, I didn't know she was from New Jersey, so that's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what David Chase does with this because this is a guy. One of the very rare times where. Uh, a writer sees their vision from the very first episode to the last episode on The Sopranos. He had a writing say in every single episode in directions because he had such a hand in the characters. So that must mean he had some type of vision at some point for this. And the Newark riots were such a big breaking point in the Italian mafia, in New Jersey crime families in general. So it's going to be very interesting to see. But I think if you're going to start out with John Bernthal and Vera, uh, whose name I forgot already. Thank you, wife, too. Farmiga. Uh, for, um, uh, for fermented. So I, I got to say. Fermenta. Oh, All right, man. Taylor, why don't you tell me what one question story you have so, for... So, I, I was just on Twitter, and I saw this interesting... Uh, interesting. <laughs> this, uh, interesting. It, it's a really interesting question. Oh, it was, <laughs> um, you know, like, you go to a lot of live concerts, you go to a lot of shows, and it was... They're usually you know, interesting. Do you remember... Do you remember like one time you went and saw a band, and then like a year or two later, where they were they were fucking huge? Oh, I saw this on Twitter. A band you saw before they were big, before yes. they got huge. Yes, um, that's a good question, actually. And I, the two I could think of, and they're super super bubblegum, but the two I can honestly remember because there used to be a um, a venue in, in South Hackensack called the School Rock, and a lot yes. of little bands would play there. So I remember once uh, I went to go see Bayside, and two opening bands were was a band called Honor Society, and another band was Boys Like Girls. Two oh year, yeah, yeah. Two years later, after I saw that show, Boys Like Girls, they're on a they're on MTV with fucking Taylor Swift, and so, then Honor Society, they became this big Disney Channel band that my girlfriend in high school was into, and I remember telling them about like I, I saw them. It's just it's weird. How's, she, seeing how's Honor, your girlfriend from high school doing these days? Uh, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Oh, I, I, I think she's I, doing a lot better than me. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> Still terrible. Oh, I bad. Yeah, I remember the, the girl he did in high school. I think. Yeah. What, was she better than him? Everyone's yeah. better than me. <laughs> <laughs> what about the girl you dated in high school, Justin? Uh, I didn't date a girl <laughs> in high school. Fuck what was you. his? What was his name? Dude, it was literally the weirdest thing. Like, I was the captain of the football team, and I was dating a cheerleader. And my my parents would make fun of me. It's like, Ooh, what, I, do, what do you think that poor cheerleader went through? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think they said to her? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm so sorry. What are you doing? One of the few times parents parents talk their children into suicide. Talk them out of it. <laughs> I'm God. sorry. It's a question. A band or artist we saw before they were famous. Yeah, like like if you can think of one, if possible. The only one I, I can know, think like, of that it was before they really blew up 
was a funeral for a friend at uh, Project Revolution 2003. They were on the second stage, which was a really, really weird lineup to begin with. Um, I don't remember well, who was there. Um, so that was the second stage, and I don't remember any of the other bands because Funeral for a Friend was the only band I became a fan of. But the main stage was, all right, ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Less Than Jake. <laughs> Pretty, they put on a good live show. Yeah, no, they're good. The just... Used, good live show. I love The Used. All right, now it's going to start getting weird. Okay, how weird? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> met him. Totally, I met him after. Did you? Fucking ripped. Uh-huh. And he kept saying, yo, Jones Beach. We were at PNC. <laughs> he kept saying <laughs> it. Wrong, wrong. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> like, these are on the right coast, I guess. You're in the wrong um, state. So it was, So there was them, and then it was Corn, uh, okay. and then Linkin Park. Okay. It was a good show. No, that's I mean, um, that, that's solid. I think that's the only band I've seen that like because Funeral for a Friend they never became big, but that was before their first like mainstream album came right. out. Well, I mean, like there's that like that's like that's definitely a good one because Funeral for a Friend were they were bigger than they than a lot of people would perceive. For sure, for sure. Like, they never had the crazy commercial success that everyone thought. Yeah, they were Yeah, unfortunately, have, but they. St- they should have. They're one of the bands that was like just passed over and like overlooked. They had stage. so many good albums. Like every album was. They were a decent. good live show, dude. Oh, uh, they. They I, were a great live. I show. was bummed because they they never really came to the states. Very. They come like for like a two month tour and that was it. And half the time they didn't even hit the East Coast. So the only time I saw them is when I discovered them at Project Revolution, and I never got to see him again. Oh, I, by the way, Jimmy Eat World was also at that show, which another weird concert I went to. This was a really weird one. Okay. Um, this was Claws Fest 04. This is when K-Rock was around, and K-Rock ran it. Okay. So the first band was Chevelle, and this was the second great. time The second time I saw Chevelle. The first time I saw them was OzFest, and they were horrendous. This really? time they were really good. Then it was Jimmy Eat World. They were great. Always great. Jimmy World's always good. Then it was Franz Ferdinand. Awful. One of the worst live bands I've ever seen. He forgot his own words of the song. Most overrated fucking Terrible. Then it was um, Korn again. Korn's great. And then Velvet Revolver. Oh, wait, by the way, I forgot Papa Roach was in there, too. And they were great. They were great live. Whatever you want to say about them, they were great live. Fuck. What was that last band you just said? Uh, Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver. Fuck. Listen, Scott Weiland... If you're going to shit talk Zach Wyland, you're insane Scott as a Wyland, singer and a Zach, performer. Zach Wyland. No, listen, and this is the truth because I went and saw Stone Temple Pilots and I, never, I wasn't the biggest fan. I really wasn't. Sure. Scott Wyland showed up. This is like right after he relapsed, I think like the third or fourth time. The ninth or 15th? Well, it you depends mean? on whatever it was. <laughs> they were playing with the band called Cage the Elephant. Cage yeah, the I Elephant know Cage the Elephant. They, they suck too. They put on a better show than Stone Temple Pilots did. I fully I believe that because he was junked out. He showed up late. He yeah, was dressed in full Amish gear, and mm-hmm. instead of singing into the microphone, he sang into a megaphone, and then put the microphone in front yeah. of the megaphone. Like, it's, and it's he, not dude, much of a like a, a secret though. At the end there, that right, shows that he was a part of. There you go. They were horrible. Yeah, were you know, bad. you you heard about that all the time, but historically though, you can't shit on the guy. No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm it's, not. It's I'm not, not shitting it's on not him. Possible I'm, as a music fan to say anything but positive things about Scott. Wilder. No, I'm shitting on him from a from a performance standpoint because it was really, really bad. That will always forever stand out in my mind. Absolutely. Because I, I love Velvet Revolver. They were one of my favorite supergroups. That first album they had it was, was incredible. Fantastic. Uh, uh, that's a great, great album. That that song Slither, I think it's called. Dude, uh, Fall to Pieces is Fall an incredible. Pieces, yeah song and it captures his addiction and issues so fucking much I, like he, he was he was a fantastic artist but it's just like i said that's one that sticks out in my mind it was just such a bad show yeah well, it when, really when was when you see a bad show on top of it it's it's just not gonna contribute to anything that you actually want to do i got like, those tickets for free right and i was i was well, we were at pnc so i, I actually had seats 
and I sat down. I fell asleep during half of uh, Stone Temple Pilots set. They can't. They played Plush. I think it was Plush. Yeah. And he forgot the words halfway through. And not to mention, they fucked up the. Um, excuse me. They fucked up. You uh, can what? say fuck. I don't care. No, the opening guitar riff. And it just sounded awful. And wh whoever was working the board that night just mixed everything terribly, so it just wasn't working. Oh, that sounds about right, actually. It was really That bad. makes sense. You know what I mean? I'm like, just mad that ESPN Plus has decided to be a cut and log me out of ESPN Plus for some reason. Yeah, what a jerk I, It was literally just working. They say, hey, you know, I know that you're enjoying the fights right now, but fuck you. Fuck you, I'm returning I'm off done. right now. So, um, I know I'm on my ESPN account, ESPN Plus. Suck everything. And you no. talk... I don't want to log Crashing out. Crashing because it's like the first night they're using it. They, Maybe. It could be. It could be a bunch of people trying to sign up right now, so I don't know, but I'm I just to trying to watch the preliminary week. fights. I tried, Dude, I tried to sign up last week. The ESPN app still hasn't loaded. That was a week ago. If I literally click the app on my phone You probably right got now, some grease, grease from texting from your greasy fingers. I'm not. When's the last time you had fast food? Go. Uh, Yesterday. Today. Go. Today. Today? What'd you have? Uh, I had Burger King. How was it? It was good. I, I, I haven't a, had it since the virus. Well, you you had the same stomach long, virus that I brought. You you thankfully did not shit your pants like Dan did. Yeah, correct. He was he, uh, he came over. I, uh, he, he was over I Bob's house. I did shart. You sharted. You had <laughs> yeah. to yeah. shart. What I happens? Did it? Sorry, sorry to wife. No, wife too. <laughs> wife too. <laughs> oh no. Did it? No. Did it happen to the best of us? Dude, we were. There's no best of us here. Dude, it it surprised me. I was just I was in there and I thought it was just like a fart. And it was and, nah. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's there. Like, <laughs> I had to throw the underpants out. I told you, I, did. I just walked in the shower in my clothes and turned on the warm water and oh. just sat there shamefully. Dude, oh. like, it was like, literally... Like uh, Bradley Cooper in uh, Stars Born, right? Yeah, did, yo. Wait, did I you watch it I, I watched it finally. Okay, and the, the first shower. thing, dude, that's the funniest part of the whole movie is when he's like, was, uh, Andrew Dice Clay's fucking screaming at him. It's like, you stupid motherfucker. And he's laying in the shower all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> As I see Josh the engineer grabbing a McDouble from our uh, hamburgers. All right, cool. I wasn't gonna be the first one to do it. <laughs> Come on, I just Justin. Don't think I could do it. Yet. You could. You need then to just I do had it. a nugget or two. They're but, fucking but, gone. You know, so um, wife two went for some nuggets before. Um, so Josh the engineer sat down with the nuggets. Uh, five minutes later, um, wife two came over to get one, and she goes, "They're all fucking gone." Yep. <laughs> comes with the you can't just fucking put nuggets in front of me and expect them to remain. What can no. we put in front of you for it to remain? Um, Brussels sprouts. Yep, that would bro be it. Broccoli. Brussels like sprouts. Broccoli. Spinach. Salad. Yeah. salad. I'm a fan of salad. Anything healthy. I did that like um, an apple. Thursday was my first day back to work, and I had like a healthy bowl of stuff, and I was like, <laughs> a healthy, a healthy bowl, bowl of stuff. stuff. Can you describe? Sucks. Can you describe this stuff? What did you put? Fucking like oats around your? Well, no, like it's a like a rice. Horse? It's like a rice base with like mixed green. And Taylor, it has did you like? Um, did you like chicken. a Star Is Born? I love the Star Is Born. It's I, honestly, I, I I really like it. It was it was great. My probably the, my favorite movie that I saw that well, came out last year. You didn't see Green Book yet. I have to see Green Book. Just yeah, Green Book. So I did. I did watch we Bohemian. I talked. To, I posted on our Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. Um, I watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, you saw Bohemian Rhapsody I in the did. theater, correct? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it it's a good, good. movie. It's definitely um, entertaining, but it's, it's not. Oh, so if you're a Queen fan, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. The the way they the music goes is fantastic. Remy Malek deserves the Oscar over Christian Bale and Vice. I will say that. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Christian Bale was fantastic, but Remy Malek does deserve it over Christian Bale and Vice. The movie itself. It's uneven. Bad. The story, yeah. no, I, the storytelling is is subpar. That's at what best. pisses me off the most about it, though. Like, it's clear. It's, there's so many different like. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about even if they, I don't. The, the lies don't bother me as much 
as the sto- the way they tried to tell the story, the guy couldn't tell a story direction wise to save his life. It was just it was the middle scenes in between the all all the the songs and the recording and the mm-hmm. live performances kind of sucked. Like where he's struggling, like they didn't make Freddie Mercury's personal life interesting enough. I could have dealt with the lies yeah. if he made his personal life inter- more interesting. Um, well, that's and, what Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do, and Brian May said we ain't doing that. Well, of course they they wanted he wanted to go into the more dark stuff, mm-hmm. and Queen said no. But that would have been the interesting stuff. It was still a very good movie. It was probably the most fun I had watching a movie this year. Um, it, it definitely was the most fun I had watching a movie because. And the last 15 minutes, especially when they do Live Aid, is wonderful. Fantastic. Well, it's brilliantly done. Well, that performance is technically the greatest live performance in the history of music. I mean, a lot te- of people say that. A lot of people say Springsteen. Like, it it depends. It's show. so hard to say. I mean, it has the note heard around the world, which is enough in its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good movie. If it does win Best Picture, I will say it is one of the worst Best Pictures of all time. Because from a film... It might, it uh, from, might be the worst. From a filmmaker... No, Shakespeare in Love is the, and Ordinary Crash. People... Crash is up there. <laughs> Crash, Ordinary People winning over Raging Bull in 1980 is one of the worst by far. Um, and Shakespeare in Love winning was a, an absolute... Uh, whoever Where was that? Uh, over- oh, and da- Dance of Wolves is not a bad movie, but it should not have won over Goodfellas by any stretch of the oh, imagination. God. I don't even like Goodfellas that much, but I agree with Dances that. Dances with Wolves is something I never need to watch again. It's an okay movie. <laughs> what has Kevin Costner done besides make a few really good sports movies? Drafter? I, I don't Yo, hate Draft Day. Draft Day is a fun movie. Yeah, Draft Day is a good but, time. But, I mean, Bull Durham, is fu- he's great in sports movies. Was Everything he? else, suck it. He Costner was, stinks. Well, he does. He was uh, actually like, <laughs> I kind of like the Robin Hood movie with Morgan no, Freeman. You yes, do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No one likes that movie. Yes, I do. They were tricked at a young age to think, oh, it's Robin Hood. It's really good. Then you watch it again. And you say, I know. Oh, it's the, Alan Rickman's if, in if it. If you could meet your younger self that said, wow, I really like uh, Robin Hood with Kevin Costner, you would shoot that child in a school. That's not 100%. That's not even remotely true. No, it's true. That movie's not good. I'd rather watch Robin Hood Men in Tights a hundred times over, and I'd rather watch I, the animated Robin Hood, and I'd rather watch the one that just came out with Jamie Foxx that literally no one saw, oh, including God. Jamie Foxx. What, uh, what, what about the Kurt Russell? Is it Kurt Russell? No, Russell Crowe released Crow. I'd rather watch that one than the one that with one Kevin Costner. That one the one bad. with Kevin Costner was bad. Prince no, of Thieves sucked. No, it, it wasn't. Sucked. It's not that Tell bad. Tell me what's good about it. Why has there been seven? What? Those are seven, seven Robin Hood movies? People, and they're all prequel people movies. People think that Robin Hood is something that everyone has wanted to see. No. We get it. Everyone he, just we watched get it. He robs from the rich and gives to the poor. I understand. Just watch the he Disney has a bow and one. Arrow. The, Disney the Disney one's the one's, best one. Dude, the Robin Hood Men in Tights is funny as shit. I'm it sorry. No. It's Mel Brooks. It's fucking fantastic. It's a funny fucking movie. I only like honestly, I only like Prince of Thieves because my grandfather loved it's your it. Your turn to hold the belt. Am I doing it? Um yeah. All right, let's get into some other stuff. Uh the WWE got into some hot water this week, guys. With what what happened? They got into some hot water because they ran some uh, edgy, edgy material. Oh, and I number saw one, this. um, so they did this angle where Alexa Bliss was uh she used to host uh, an interview with the uh with Paul Heyman, uh, the advocate for Brock Lesnar. And um, when someone was coming to give her a latte, she came into her he came into her dressing room while she was topless. Um, she's still covering herself up. Now, the one thing I want to point if you go to actual WWE's page for this clip, it has like the most views on any WWE video recently. I wonder why. So the the, the director or the guy, her assistant, is knocking her. Her she's I jewel, hate her bedazzled she has a, fucking a, a bedazzled coffee mug. I hate it. And comes in and first off, she barely shows anything. It's her back. She's covering Whoa. her breasts. So scandalous. Yeah. 
Hey, but the crowd is loving it because people like risque. Okay, that's, that's risque. Good. We get it with a clip. That's not Let's even pause that risque, clip. dude. It's like, not. Well, the, the stuff with. Okay, so people, I so the amount of tweets I saw, people say, "Wow, that's so demeaning. Why are they doing this to her? Do you really think they didn't say like, hey, are you comfortable doing this because we think it'll get you some really good press? Got the most views on any video on WWE.com and forever, the most upvotes as well. And people are complaining." As if the same jerk-offs complaining aren't the ones retweeting the second one of these women do a bikini photo shoot, which they do creeps, all the time. Dude. I know dude, about all this. I don't follow creeps. news. Yeah, but I know about this stuff because of that, that so stupid you, uh, WWE page on Twitter. WWE guys, porn? Yeah, everyone li- li- <laughs> certain someone always likes it, like every photo. <laughs> Who could I'm talking about, yeah. And I see it on the feed every time. Like I'm, I know everything that's happening because I see a, like... Okay, like, so let me ask you. This being, person liked the tweet. Being a non-wrestling fan, when you see that, do you find, especially in today's climate, do you think that is offensive? No. Do you think people should be offended by it? No. no. Why would people be offended by it? Because they have nothing else going on in their lives? Nothing better to fucking do, Why do... do you, okay, so Dude, we think that we funny. should tell women that they shouldn't do something because it's um they're sexualizing themselves, but we also tell women they should be independent. Isn't that kind of funny? You got offended because Brian Cranston's playing a paraplegic. Oh, the upright, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> that Heisen fun, Wheels. We talked about the yeah, Heisen Wheels. Yeah, we talked, talked about, about that, that last week. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Which is insane. No, no, it's fine. The well, there was another yeah. angle in <laughs> WWE that... What, there's another <laughs> angle that... There's another angle from this past week that people were offended by, and this has been more of an ongoing saga, and this involves uh, Naomi. Uh, she actually is a, a husband in WWE yeah. named Jimmy Uso. He's one of the, uh, a part of a tag team called the Usos, and this um, all the rage blonde who is every guy's favorite woman in wrestling right now, Mandy Rose. Um, when you see her, Justin, you'll get it. Now, that's okay. A, that's to be so fair, Mandy Rose, probably already seen her. Show me it's a not. It's it's. It pull up a picture while the video. So um, the whole angle here, the Usos are reading this. No, she got a letter, and this guy thinks it's from his wife, but it turns out it's from Mandy Rose saying, "Here's my hotel key." Mandy Rose is trying to get at the this guy's wife, who is her rival right now. That's okay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but isn't hasn't like sex appeal been a big part of the, uh, this wrestling for, sex, for decades? Okay, okay not just isn't wrestling. Is, isn't sex appeal part of, part of anything? Well, with yeah, when yeah. it comes to look, so oh, no, right. okay, so um, so he comes there and she's trying. Do <laughs> you need to fast forward a little bit because she talks about how I was just setting you up? You need to show. What, oh, here you go. It's coming up in a second. She's trying to seduce him. What do you think, Justin? I mean, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd get seduced. (laughs) He said I'd get seduced. (laughs) If you get seduced, that doesn't mean you're successful. I don't have wife three here. I could I could speak. (laughs) Oh, I don't have wife three here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is uh, people are offended by this as well because they think it's racist. One because both Jimmy Uso and Naomi are um minor. They're people of color. We'll say. And she's the the blonde uh, Aryan woman, whatever. Okay. I don't know if I don't know if you ever described <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> so a photographer comes in and her whole angle. So one guy on Twitter was telling me, need, "Don't you it. think it's demeaning that she would have sex to get at her opponent?" I was like, "Yeah, but she that whole angle with the photographer. She wanted to, her the storyline is she wanted to get a picture of her half naked with this woman's husband there to then show her to try and get in her head and be like ruin her life and her marriage." I was like, "So she didn't even have sex with the guy, and you're still acting." offended 
shut the fuck up. I, I think I think the racism yeah, so. stuff is such a reach. Um, that's all it isn't is. It usually, it's not. But I'm saying like this one in particular. In media, isn't it usually? It's ninety percent a reach. It's so this, fucking stupid. Okay, first off, the same people that complain about this are the ones that saying, "Well, the Attitude Era was the best era yeah, no, wrestling." It, even though Justin, half of them wrestled for two minutes and then Justin, they just threw chairs thou- at each other. Thousand percent correct. These are the same guys that'll sit there and watch clips of Triple H telling chicks in the crowd to whip their tits out. Triple H had sex with a dead body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie that's Vick. forgot. No, oh, oh he, yeah. He drugged. Necrophilia. Holy Triple shit. Triple H in his storyline drugged the daughter of his boss. And then married and then, her. And then drove her through a drive through chapel to marry her. There's, and people uh, are offended by there's this. There's footage of this on that site, the Twitter site. Which one Which one do you want to see? The the marriage or the dead, the necrophilia? Uh, everything. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was, show, it, show them all. This is the stuff that pulls me in. Do it and you're cool. Do it and you're cool. Do it and you're cool. Justin's about it. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm saying is like like stuff like this. The this wrestling, is always, is, wrestling, wrestling is always is supposed at, to be wrestling silly. is always at its best when it pushes boundaries. Yeah, for right. sure. When it gets edgy and risky. But the, this is when it's at its so best. But that's that same the, shit when people will scream. It. People will scream yeah, like this is bullshit. No, this is racist. But it's almost like well, now it's people like it. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is the, the who's she marrying? I forget. Uh, Ew, she, dude, it's Tess. Tess. Tess dead. <laughs> He's dead. Tess is dead. Unfortunately. Oh um, you could always we could start the Desler, the the the, Desler, the, the, the wrestler yeah. death clock here if we wanted because if you play that game because we just lost the great Mean Gene Okerlund as well. You played um, that game last year and almost died, dude. Um, oh, that's true. I'm not doing that again. That was uh, rough. So this angle is uh, triple. Uh, Stephanie McMahon was going to marry Test, who was a wrestler that Vince McMahon was very big on, but Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, leader of Degeneration X at the time, comes out and says. Hold the phone, brother. Um, before you get married, you might want to know something. So j- jump forward. We don't need to see the whole thing. Dude, Watch- I-, I love how he has the croissants on. What is that? Was that what it's called? Croissage? Croissant? I could use a croissant. I don't. Actually, you could use the exact opposite of a croissant. I could use 10 croissants. What's the opposite of a croissant, actually, now that I'm thinking about French it? French cruller? Bagel? <laughs> oh, what kind of bagel is your favorite bagel? Everything. Everything? Everything? Onion bagel. An onion bagel. O- Interesting o- choice. Onion bagel with cream cheese is divine. Taylor ham, egg and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on an everything bagel is also fantastic. You know, I got a text last night, and I actually got to give a shout out to this same guy, um, Grow, or not Grow, Quaz, Quaz, uh, Stephen Quaz. Um, he sent me a Snapchat last night at like three in the morning. It says the snap old said was text. It was T E C's. Like, what does that mean? Oh, the fucker at three in, the mo- yeah. three in the morning is making Taylor ham, egg and cheese. <laughs> oh, he said it to me too. Oh, he sent me a Snapchat. I spent yeah. most actually. I spent most of the day with Quaz today because our uh, kitchen sink has been clogged all week, and he I'm came sorry. over and helped us out. It took us six hours. You but know, don't 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 talk to the plumber or anything. You're not a plumber. Yes, I am. You have plumber crack half the time. I legitimately am a plumber, you jerk. All right, the next time I will. We got it fixed, though, so I wouldn't worry. Um, Let me see what else I got. Um, What what story do you think I'm going to bring up that was very big in the news this week that people were upset by? Let me guess. Okay, go on. Is it it that now that uh, Punisher is back with season two? Nothing to do with Punisher. Nothing to do with Punisher. Everyone is screaming that it's alt-right. No, not that. Um, come on, uh, Justin. Do you have a guess? What was it? What was a big the BuzzFeed thing? Nope, not BuzzFeed. Oh, Justin okay. do, or Josh? Do you have a guess? Uh, was it the uh, what was it? The Gillette. Uh, the Gillette oh, razor. Yeah. Dude. Oh, right, 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 right. 
It's so okay. silly, dude. First off, if you haven't been using Dollar Shave Club for the last two years, you're you, an idiot. You're an dude. asshole. You're a and you deserve idiot. to be upset by everything. Is the commercial stupid? Yes. Am Is I it offend- hilarious? Am I yes. offended by it? No. No, I don't get offended by things. If you're offended by this, you're as bad as the fucking people that get offended by things that make fun of race, sexuality, anything. Stop getting offended. Is it a stupid commercial? A million percent it's a stupid commercial. It's really lame. Okay, now I have a real question for you guys. Do you shave your balls with the same razor you shave your face with? Go. No. No. Oh, <laughs> why did you think about? That? I, I do. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Next question. No, because do I? Next question. Yes, next question. When you get out of the shower, do you care. you wipe your face and then your balls, or your balls and then your face? I don't think about it. I just go. <laughs> I just go. Truthfully, for it. so I shower in the morning usually, and then I kind of just like I pu- I turn on the the water at the hottest it could be, so I'm hoping to get like lesions and skin boils from how hot <laughs> it is. And then I just kind of fall asleep sitting down. Like, I'm like this. You sit down in the shower? I absolutely sit on the... In the morning, I work out in the morning, and then I sit on the the floor in the shower, and I kind of lay down. I put a washcloth over my face, and I just kind of lay down, and then I tug tug my bag and uh, (laughs) see what happens. You piddle your pug. Yeah, it it sucks when you get the shampoo in your wiener hole, uh, because that burns. (laughs) So make sure it's not head and shoulders, because that burns the most. (laughs) So the whole Gillette thing is just... Like I said, oh the amount God. of men that are offended by this is so fucking funny. I don't yes, care. it's a stupid commercial, but these are the same people that complain about when people are offended by racial jokes and sexual jokes and calling people faggot and things like that. They saying you should be offend, you shouldn't be offended, but they're offended by a commercial that challenge men. Again, I'm more offended that you were too stupid not to sign up for Dollar Shave Club a year ago, I very much two agree. years ago, or just Gillette razors aren't that good. Dude, Unless you're a Patriots fan, you should not be supporting Gillette anything. The, 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 I'm sorry. Dude, the fact that someone would sit there and like this pisses me off. You know how easy it is just to click the fucking back button and just not fucking watch like, it. Yeah, well, people or change watch- the channel. This like, is a boys will be boys. It's a, listen. First off, it is a horrendously stupid commercial trying to be sentimental. Motherfucker, you sell. Uh, yes, people shave their face with them. The same amount of people shave their assholes with your razors. So don't try to act like you're on some pedestal. Get off your high horse and act like you're changing social norms with a razor blade. The kids you're using to feature in this commercial aren't old enough to shave. They're not old enough to do anything. And you're trying to. It's a terrible commercial. I'm more offended by the commercial itself than. In the context of the commercial, and again, if you don't have Dollar Shave Club, you're a fucking I mean, jerk off. It's anyway. also, dude, it's or you sh- just get you just get razors from uh, your in laws, and that dude, works really good too. That's what I like. It's literally <laughs> for, just in your Christmas stocking. It's 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 a shame on all the news and media outlets for even making it. A, it's a well, non-story. The thing is what that it is. the thing that I saw actually it's was um, silly. I don't want this. Take someone this someone pulled up. Uh, then Justin, your turn. Yeah, take the belt. Yes, the man can get the real fucking belt, <laughs> not that shit belt. I, I saw um, someone posted an article oh, talking about people being offended by the Gillette ad, and they were like, "People um, boycott Gillette for the uh, for the rest of their lives." And they go to the person's account that they posted the tweet from, and they have like six followers or twenty followers. Why are you giving a voice to someone that no one wants to hear from? Like, it's one thing if it's a ma- a group of people, um, a mob even, but one person with six followers saying that he's so offended that he won't use Gillette anymore, 
Stop it. Wow. Or, that, or he's saying he, he will only use Gillette even, that he's out... Anything. He's clearly Stop. being a fucking Why troll. are we listening to people that shouldn't be listened to? Their family hasn't listened to him, clearly. They have <laughs> no friends that follow him, clearly. Colucci general. Colucci has like 600 followers, and no one that's in his real life actually likes him. Nah. So, And this asshole that's talking about, we're giving him the headline on CNN because, oh, Gillette is upsetting me. So boycotting them. Let's stop. Please... We get it. Everyone's an asshole. Just, yeah, just don't give those fucking like idiots the, attention. Like the people that said they would boycott Nike too. Yeah. Oh, boycott Burning Nike. Yeah. Th- those people are fuck. Anyone that says I have to boycott something and they have to go on a pedestal about it. Yes, yeah. I've burned I'm, multiple football jerseys and I've pissed well, on them in baseball jerseys. Anymore. That's absolutely different. I'm not I mean, boycotting my team. I'm boycotting that person. I mean, I, I there was only one time where I considered boycotting, and it was Nestle, and it was because the CEO of Nestle at the time said bottled uh, said water isn't a basic human right, and like. That that was well, ridiculous. It's not. Come on. Where? Okay. Okay. Tell me what human rights are and where I could find where they actually exist. No, I'm saying like as far as like just basic water. It's a necessity, sure, but I don't think anyone deserves water. Like, why do you deserve water more than me? I'm saying at a minimum, you should at least deserve water. Absolutely That's not. It. Why? What are you talking about? Why do you deserve water? Why do you want to privatize water? I don't want to privatize anything. That's exactly. I, I want less things privatized. You're not. You didn't let me finish. He wanted to privatize water, and he wanted to make sure that he would sell it only under the Nestle brand. He's, Good for him. He didn't want. That's, that's capitalism. Yeah, I understand it's capitalism, but that's the only that's the only issue I had, and that's the only time I even thought about it. But then they make crunch Listen, bars. And I'm, I'm like, very, very yeah. You, crunch bars are good to be crunch fair. Bars you throw, are them the, great. throw them in the freezer for a little. You know bit. what I They're mean? Like good. no, but I'm um, saying is like, but like the way he worded it and the way it came off. Well, that's, made that's it sound like me. people should die. Uh, uh, that's uh, what. Uh, that's should, what I'm saying. The yeah, way it was perceived was dehydration. Up. But after, I don't think anyone deserves anything, and I mean that with my whole heart intended. No, no one, for sure, you have to work no for one, it. No one you. deserves a thing in this life unless they earn it. I'm sorry, water, healthcare, um, uh, relationships, anything. The no, I people, agree. Um, and if you did, listen, you want to go drink lake water, good luck. I want to see what happens after. I mean, you I mean, especially, drink, you know, especially Pompton you water. Deserve, people deserve a McDonald's burger. No, they don't. Who does? Everyone should have it once. Uh, Justin, your, your did you brother. like the, the banner I made for this I week? Want, I mean, uh, did you like the, Justin, <laughs> Justin, did you like the banner I made for you this week with you as the Wendy's girl on yeah, it? Yeah, I did. I, did. <laughs> I won uh, first first prize for the costume contest. Well, it, the thing was, it wasn't as much a costume as it was a lifestyle for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was easy. It you just, would leave uh, your girl for the Wendy's girl if she was real. Yeah. When's the, when's the last there time was, you, uh, before being sick? When's the last time you had Wendy's? Uh, I had it like ten days ago. <laughs> yeah, there was, was it the last thing you ate before being sick? No, it wasn't the last. Yeah, you know, there was one time we were playing we were playing Overwatch for an Xbox Live party, and he goes, "You know, it's bad when you go to the Wendy's drive-through and they know your order." You know, what probably got me sick. Joe Palmer. Nothing. Got, I haven't oh, seen this kid in five years. Joe Palmer. I see him for the first time that sun, last Sunday. At, at Bob's the next house. day, I'm fucking the sickest I've ever been. <laughs> so, uh, just to show you something, the Wendy's girl is real. That's Dave Thomas's daughter. That's a picture of her. Um, okay, good luck with that. <laughs> she looks oh, a little actual. She looks oh, a little. Remember recently she had those commercials like, oh god. She looks a little challenged. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say how, but I'm no, gonna say like that a little, the a IQ's of... beneath seventy. Oh, <laughs> um, I have a game. I have a game, guys, and game. I need Josh to pull this up. I, w- I was doing this a couple weeks ago, actually earlier this week, with uh, my friends uh, Jeff and my friend Steve and my friend Jake, and we were going through the IMDb. Top 250 movies on there. And I want to point out the ones that shouldn't be on there more than anything else. So we'll start from the beginning. I'm not going to name every single one. I already see one, The top four are perfect. Shawshank Redemption, number one, I'm fine with. Godfather at number two, I'm fine with. The Dark Knight at number three. 
I get it, whatever. I, it's not my favorite of the series, but people love it. I get it. Number three. It's just Godfather yeah. two, four, more than deserving. Return of the King five, Fuck good. Yeah. Pulp Fiction six, too high. Too high. It should not be at number six. Really? Pulp Fiction. No, I like Pulp Fiction. Is it the just, sixth best movie ever made? No, probably. It's not even no. the sixteenth. No, no, shouldn't be on not. there. I don't shouldn't... even think it's his best person. So keep going. Let's just point out ones what's we Tarant- see. Okay, what's Tarantino's best? I think, think Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards is probably his most complete I, I'm, movie. I'm a Reservoir Dogs guy through and through. That's just me. That but, one is might be well, it's his most iconic. But, though, but Kill Bill is so yeah, good yeah. too. Josh, just keep keep scrolling. Inception on this what? It's not even Inception at number ten. I'll put up. I'm going to ring the bell when I have a problem. Some of these make sense. Like stop when when you hear the bell, Josh. Inception at ten. Yeah, it's not even Christopher Nolan's best movie. I wouldn't even say it's what one of his three best movies and i like inception a lot inception's fun it's a great movie but it's not top 10 fight club at 11 it's every white man's like favorite iconic, movie yeah. it's a good movie not 11 it's 11 no, no listen fight club is timeless where white inception is not i agree i agree with that part fellowship i'm fine with great. forrest gump at 13 forrest gump should be higher in my empire opinion. strikes back should be higher yeah. And a, I haven't say, seen that one. They put Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse at 16. How? It just it's not came even, out. It, it, did it just come out? Or it's not even yeah, out it yet? just Thanks. came out. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, The Matrix. I love The Matrix at 18. The Matrix yeah. should be higher at than 18. The Two Towers, and you're talking about one of the biggest Lord of the Rings fans. Yeah, and like, Goodfellas good is be. fine there. Nice there. One mm. Cuckoo's Nest should be higher, should probably. Be higher. Cuckoo's Nest should be higher. Interstellar uh, should be fucking no, higher. Interstellar, I love Interstellar. Interstellar should no, be... I love Interstellar. It should be lower. Yeah, 22nd best movie ever made. It's fucking great, I know dude. it's fans voting on this. Saving Private yeah, Ryan should be higher. Sense. should be higher. Usual Suspect should be higher. You know, you get Seven to the more... Inter- Josh, go great. to the next page. Because Yo, Lambs, Leon yes. the Professional is so fucking That's underrated. That's a great movie. Apocalypse... Now, when you get to the 50s to the 100s, Raiders this is where it gets weird. Arc. So... Alien, Good, Once yeah. Upon a Time in the West, oh, great. Psycho, okay. Rear Window. Okay, I want to point out, Psycho was the first horror movie we've seen on here, okay? Okay. Right. Rear Window, Casablanca, yeah. The Great Dictator, that actually should be higher. Great. That's um, Charlie the, Chaplin? Yes, Modern yeah. Times, City Lights, Your Name, Coco. I never even heard. Django Unchained <laughs> wait, shouldn't be in the top Coco. 250. Django wait, might be his second worst movie wait, ever. Wait, is, is Coco the Jesse Eisenberg? No, the fucking it's a bird? fucking animated movie. I don't know what it is. is I it don't... the second worst? Well, the worst is... is uh, what's Death it? Proof. Death, Death Proof. proof. Django then... is... Uh, it's that or Hateful Eight. Or Hateful second Eight, worst. I would say. Django no, no. is a disastrous yeah. piece of shit in the last 20 minutes. It's a great movie before that. In the last 20 minutes, it you shits know, the bed. I, I really want to disagree with you on that, but you're 100% it right. It turns into a hip-hop really shoot Um, Old Boy. Should be higher. Old Boy Never is fantastic. American, American Beauty, Beauty should not be in the top 200. I'm sorry. I like really? American Beauty. Braveheart should be higher than 71. Okay. A million percent. Aliens, Aliens should be higher than Alien. Uh, Aliens well, is the, two, I like two Aliens was movies, the first though. one? Aliens is the one's, second one. One's a horror movie. Yes. The other one's yeah. like one of the best action The movies. Shining at 75. So yeah. we have two horror Shining movies. Doctor Strangelove should be Strange Love is only 76. Uh-huh. Doctor Strangelove should be higher. All right. Let's just keep going. Let's see if there's one that point out. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is only 80. Citizen Kane. Boulevard should be higher too. Citizen Kane is, is arguably Citizen the great is yeah. great arguably the greatest movie ever made. Greatest American film ever made, arguably at, at a minimum. The Bohemian Rhapsody is eighty five. All, right. All right, just stop. This <laughs> oh, it, so gets, it gets worse. It gets Up worse. Is great. Toy Story three. Batman is great. Begins should be higher than The Dark Knight in my opinion. See, there's Inglorious Passage. Eighty nine higher. Eternal Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine, I like, but it should be lower. Snatch should be higher. Snatch Requiem should be, higher. should be lower. L A Confidential should be higher. Requiem for a Dream. That's Jared Leto. Goodwill Hunting should be higher. 
Um, Toy, Toy Story, Story, Toy be Story is not as high. Full Metal Jacket should be higher. Reservoir Dogs at 99. I'll take All that. All right, now we're going to get right. some weird ones. Okay. This list stinks. Amadeus. Scarface should not be on the list. Scarface is one of the most. No, it doesn't stink. I hate it. It doesn't stink. It's a good movie. It was on last week and I was watching it. Taxi Driver should be higher. But Scarface, I'll watch it anytime. Python and the Holy Grail. The funniest movie 2001 should be higher, too. 2001. A Clockwork Orange should be higher. Kill a Mockingbird should be higher. Ah, whatever. I love that Who cares? Warrants of Arabia is fucking awesome, dude. I love that movie. It's an iconic film. It should be higher. It's fucking great. There's some of these. should be higher. should be higher. The people today. Vertigo should be higher. Vertigo's a fucking classic. Ikaru. Um, let's see. Some of these movies, no one I here has seen. ever I've never, seen. No, Bicycle Thieves? Uh, How good keep, could that be? There's, uh, we haven't even gotten to the weird ones yet. Uh, ben, yeah, that's true. Ben yeah, ben, be the there. fact that Ben three hasn't billboards came at, up yet. Three billboards outside of... Uh, the original one. They, three ma- billboards, they remade three it. Three billboards. Three bi- oh which one, one, one movie? Ben-Hur. Oh, yeah, they remade it. It was Three billboards was good. It wasn't great. This Inside Out, that's one of the newer... That's like... Animated movies, yeah. Um, let's see, Warrior. I liked Warrior with Tom Hardy. It shouldn't be in the top seven hundred. No. no, I agree. What? But Nick Nolte makes and that like, whole movie. For it's me. So Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street here, but I haven't seen enough scores. There will be Blood is fantastic. I think there will be Blood is overrated. I think Daniel Day Lewis is great. The movie is overrated. Yeah, v for Vendetta, good. I like. Should not be in the top two fifty. I agree. Um, let's see, a Beautiful, Beautiful Mind. Mind I like. Be Beautiful Mind. I'm okay with it. Yeah. One forty. It's a good movie. Still should be high. Transpotting oh, is, is great. Fun. Heat, Heat should be. If you're gonna have the dark timeout, pause. If you're gonna have the Dark Knight as the third best movie of all time. Why don't you put the movie <laughs> that is a, that they completely ripped it off up there? there too, Heat <laughs> is Dark Knight. I love the Dark Knight. Yeah. It's a complete ripoff of Heat. Yeah. And the other people would say the Dark Knight's the best one. That's my issue is that you can't acknowledge that it was a ripoff and still admire how great Heath and Gary uh, Gary Oldman. I almost said Gary Coleman and Aaron Eckhart were in the movie. <laughs> what you talking but, about, Daniel? Yeah, exactly. Heat at one forty three and the Dark Knight at three is hilarious because it shows how fucking stupid people are. Well, it's they're fucking stupid. Well, from a performance standpoint, it's one thing, but from an overall but movie, it's Pacino different. And I'm, Robert De Niro and John Voight and Val Kilmer performing. I'm you not two of the. Disagreeing with you, I am agreeing with you. Fuck you. I know, piece but of people sh- that want to say, "Oh, well, Heath Ledger in it was so great." Yes, he was great. I think we the, can all Pacino. assume that the masses are fucking I'm stupid. Glad Heath Ledger's dead. Go on. Oh, um, that's terrible. Casino. Better than Goodfellas. I'm one of the few people bad. that think Casino's better than Goodfellas. Yes, yeah, I'm with you on take. that. Thousand percent. I, I, mean, I, 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 Goodfe- I like Goodfellas more, but I love Goodfellas. I love both Yo, of them. I think I think mm-hmm. that's you can make Yo, Don, no, Casino, Don Rickles in Casino is what Don makes Rickles it for me. Pesci in Casino is next level. You, you motherfucker, you! <laughs> it's so funny. And Sharon Stone you is great. You smell your horse manure and smell yeah. it, motherfucker. Yeah. You exist out here because of me. He's fucking great in it. Yo, when he's trying to get the diamonds out of his wife's hair, and he's just. Oh my God, that's like, all the diamonds. Yeah, fucking great. Um, let's Last see. Crusade Un- should be a little higher. No, that's nah. my least favorite. Uh, besides Crystal Skull. Oh, sorry, actually, I'm no, sorry. I, Raiders no. of the Lost Ark. Is the Raiders of the Lost Ark? It was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is forty. Die Hard is only one forty-eight. Oh, wow. The great one of the arguably the greatest action film ever made is one forty-eight. The, the action right? film we'll that is uh the the set the bar for every action film ever made. Blade Runner is only one fifty-one. Raging Bull. 
I to would, me, Raging Bull is one of the five best films ever made, well, and it's the greatest sports movie, and it's 152. Well, I was going to say, I mean, even Blade uh, Runner 2049 I, should pause, be, pause. I should see it by now. The Elephant Man stinks. I hate the Elephant Man with a passion. I am no, not an I am animal. No, I you, am a person. He, no, he wasn't a person. He was an abomination. He was half a person. <laughs> he stunk. They should have buried him in an upright base case because of the size of his fucking head. You wouldn't fit him in an actual casket. He, he, he had a bigger fucking forehead than James Woods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elephant Man stinks. Let's keep going. Great Escape Let's see is what else great. we got. Next week, I think we should do Something this with like Rotten Tomatoes to make fun of it. Some Let's, like it hot should be higher. That's like an some like it hot's a classic. Absolutely, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, on the waterfront's a classic, 100. Yeah, so percent uh, Mar- Marlon Brando, Dial M for Murder, Dr. Tokyo Story. Let's see. Oh, Young Frankenstein. Which one? Young Frankenstein. Where is Young Frankenstein so far? The Passion of Jonah Arc. So I was going to dress up as Gene Wilder from that at at the party. Yeah, but I couldn't go. Yeah, unfortunately, Logan. Logan. At 175, I liked Logan Logan's a lot. Great. Grand Budapest. I, okay, is great. I'm cool with Grand Budapest yeah, at 177 because that's, like, that's his I, best film. So what, Gone, Gone Girl should not be at one. Gone <laughs> Girl's not that good. It's not that good. I'm sorry. Didn't you like that movie? No, I did not. I I that's liked a Casey it. Affleck movie. No, no, so, that's Hacksaw Gone Ridge Baby Gone. Good, okay, okay. Was, Hacksaw Ridge, movie. awesome. I love Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge. Great. Twelve Years a Slave, good movie. Guardians Never of the Galaxy shouldn't be nowhere near on this list. No, that's what I think. Spotlight too high. The Help too high. Rush. The R- fucking I, movie about Mario Andretti? I liked Rush, actually. I liked no. Rush. Yeah, I liked it. should be at 182. Prisoners but no! Sick movie. Prisoners was dope. Yeah, Mad yeah. Max Fury Road should be higher. It's great. Grant Torino's Grant Torino, but Grant Torino great. should not be that high. But number 188 is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part, part 2. two. So the, the landlord is thrilled about that. <laughs> Shutter Island. I love Shutter Island. Isn't Shutter it in the top fun. 200? No, it's dude. a bottom five Scorsese yeah. movie, right? It's a good movie, it's but fun. come on. Yes, it's into the Wild, 193. How to Train Your Dragon Eat Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Country for Old Men. Too low. Million Dollar Baby shouldn't be in the top 700. That is a terrible <laughs> Yo, movie. Yo, Hotel Rwanda, the best comedy ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I personally, my favorite comedy of all time is legitimately Precious. Because yeah. that was a really uplifting story when her mom just fucking punched her and she fell down the stairs like the fat kid in a hook that though. rolled down. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 1. I like two more, but one is dope. They're basically one They're movie. They're one movie. You should yeah. count them as one. All right, let's see what's Finding next. Finding Nemo should be there. We're it's in the great. bottom 50. Catch, Catch Me If You Can. can. I like Catch no, Me If You Can. Donnie Darko. It shouldn't be in a top 250. Donnie Darko. Donnie dude. Darko's awesome. I hate it. How could you hate Donnie Darko? I just hate it. I don't I've like never heard a person that didn't like Donnie because Darko. Because in high school, they made us watch and they're like, what does the rabbit mean? What does this? I don't fucking care. Truman Show, Truman Show should not be 206, and Big Lebowski should be much higher than 207. Big Lebowski's great. I like the Truman Show, but Fargo, come on. Should, be Fargo should be higher at 209. Higher, yeah. uh, um, let's see. Jurassic Before, Park should be higher. Jurassic uh, Park should be higher. one of DJ's favorite movies. Fargo. Which one? Yo, Fargo. In the Name of the Father was a good movie, but it's not. It's like no, a bottom of the Princess Bride should be higher at 215. I finally um, saw Princess Bride. Oh, it's an amazing movie. Poet Classic. Stand By Me no. only at 217. Dead Poet Society. I, Platoon, Platoon should, should be higher. Platoon's only 218. For every 10 that the the thing yeah. is only like 221. Why is Gandhi? Should be higher. Like, Gandhi's a good movie, to be fair. It? Ben I, Kingsley's I incredible it. in Gandhi. Life of Brian should be higher. The Deer Hunter great. should be higher. Oh, yeah, um, Barry London should be higher. Rocky. Rocky's only 227. Wow. Arguably, Rocky is the first independent film in American history. Butch Cassidy and it won an Oscar. It is fun. Cool, cool Hand Luke, Luke is, is only 232. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, who is voting on these to pick it? Like that puts these here. Ben, ben Hur, Ben Hur, two thirty-seven. Only he's tied terrible. for the most Oscars be, ever won. Ben Hur should be like top twenty. So yeah, for people, least. the landlord right. asked exactly. where Ben Hur was. It's two thirty-seven. Yeah. The grapes bad. of wrath are two forty-four. Curse of the Black Pearl. 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Groundhog Day is only two forty. Terminator is two forty eight. Terminator two is not on it. Jaws I haven't is seen only two forty nine. And Wizard <laughs> of Oz is only two fifty. <laughs> It looks like Terminator like, 2 was You know even what on they fucking list. did on this list? They snuck in like five good ones at the end that they forgot. This is fucking stinks. <laughs> That's a good point. They what's, did, look, what's crazy look, about this Groundhog last couple Day. of movies Wait, is that go. you've got Groundhog Day, The Terminator, Jaws, and The Wizard of Oz all after a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, exactly. How is that possible? Which is the best Pirates of the Caribbean film. The only one that's rewatchable, frankly. But my question is, so I mentioned we saw The Shining. We saw, um, uh, what else? What other horror movie did we see? Vertigo was on there. Psycho. Um, Psycho. Where's The Exorcist? The horror won't get the recognition. Where, where certain Silence, genre, where's Silence yeah. of the Lambs? Certain genres won't get the recognition. Horror will never. Where is Tony Collette's Oscar nomination? She's not going to get. The she's Oscar not, nominations she, come she's out not Tuesday. Get it. She's not going to get nominated for Hereditary. She should. And she was the best actress I saw in be, any my, that was movie. The best movie of the year for me. Thank you. It was the best movie I saw this year. That and Green Book were my fuck, two favorites. Fuck. And the, I love the Star is Born. It show, a Star is Born was good. The only uh, the only scenes that sucked was when he proposed to her, which the. Um, who Tony Collette? She was once not her f- first Oscar and only Oscar nomination was for The Sixth Sense, so she was nominated for horror once before. Long, um, the only time horrors ever won at the Oscars was Silence of the Lambs when it did the um, it got what was they considered like uh, it's the Triple Crown. It won all the big categories. It won a quadruple crown, I guess. Best picture, best director, best actor, best actress. Return of the King won. Did that did best supporting thing. actor? Well, no, it didn't win any acting awards. Return of the King. It won. No, it, it, did it, not it, win no, a single no, acting. No, award. no, I know it's that. I'm saying it won like seven. It, it tied the record. It tied the record. Oh, Sounds of the Lambs is a horror movie. It, you know it is. It has to be. Does, it's like, absolutely a horror okay. movie. It has to be considered a horror movie. Yeah. Um, but this list pissed me off, and I think next week we should do the Rotten Tomatoes one just to see what they say. Um, but that really bothered me. Um, let me yeah, see that what was else. Rough, let dude. me see what else. Oh, there's some backlash to Bird Box. Justin, did you watch Bird Box? I didn't, I'm not going to see it. Why? I don't want to watch it either. I don't want to watch it. Why? I just was don't it, Did anyone watch it? Was it good? Yeah, I, lo- it I good? dug it. it. I dug it. I'll watch it. It wasn't anything spectacular, but I liked it. I For a Netflix it. movie, it was excellent. I'll watch it. So Bird Box is in a little bit of trouble right now. For what? Because at the beginning of their whole apocalyptic scene, they used real footage from a 2013 train derailment in Quebec that killed 47 people. So what? Fuck them. I don't care. Who? Ca- it's a fucking movie. Fuck How many He's times have we ass. seen? He go touch his dick. Touch How his many dick. disaster movies have used real footage from things? And now because it, this happened in 2013, and I, I, God bless Netflix because they came out and said. No, we're not removing it. Good. Good. They should stand behind it. Why? It's not as much like as I don't care about not, the movie. That's stand behind your dude, product. It's, it's a good movie for what it is. It's entertaining. It's overhyped. I will say the Netflix, uh, the Facebook and social media hype has made it something else. But for a Netflix movie, Josh, you liked it. You you watched it. Josh. Yeah, you know, um, I've watched a couple of Netflix movies. Uh, me and uh, wife too. You know, wife every too. Now and then. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, wife you know, too. We'll watch whatever shows up on Netflix and we watched Bird Box and I wasn't expecting too much going into it but I really I really wound up liking it nice. and what I think is funny about the um, this disaster footage I was reading up uh, an article on it is Netflix, <laughs> everything Netflix it's funny didn't even realize <laughs> it's not like it was on purpose Netflix purchased this stock footage from a stock footage vendor and I gotta get that had no idea what it was they just put yeah, it in they, there they, like, they, all right, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's it a generic disaster. It wasn't. Not, not to be, but. They didn't say, hey, this terrible thing happened. Let me get some of that tsunami footage and put oh this in. It, like, well, let me get some Katrina footage. Well, I, I, get Chris I, I, Kyle on the Superdome. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even think of it, but how many times have you watched a movie based in San Francisco or something? And the, the, they the, use the, the footage the, of the earthquake. You yeah, they I mean? use like, real tornado. Most disaster movies use real disaster footage at one point or another. So people are, uh, the, well, not people, the mayor of Quebec, who 
who cares? No one's compa- cared about a leader in Canada since Rob Ford, and he was fantastic. <laughs> what a treat that guy was. <laughs> Wait, 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 what did he say? It was like, as for the record, I didn't eat her pussy. Yeah, I, I didn't did, do all the for, the for the record, I did not eat her pussy, is what he said. Did <laughs> you ever a, see the- A group the, of reporters. There's a, there's a Chris Farley, Tom, For uh, Tom Ford, that was his name? I think so. Rob Ford, Rob Ford. Um, Rob For- Tom Ford's the, the fashion designer, right? And he, they made that terrible movie that we watched, Nocturnal Animals, was a horrendous piece of shit you're with s- a great cast. You're saying a lot of words. I don't um, know what it means. There was that. a Rob Ford, Chris Farley mashup that had me Damien Lewis and Rob howling, Ford, fuck out howling. Here. Rob Ford was a national treasure, not just not to our nation. To but, the whole um, world. Yeah, to the whole world. He was fa- he's smoking crack. He's an elected <laughs> official. And they, like, how did he stay in his position? Because Canada's not... Can, can, can Canada's. Canadians don't give a shit, dude. We gotta send you there. Canada's. No one gives a shit. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, dude. Um, there was a ten year anniversary this week, guys. Uh, about someone else I really don't give a fuck about, uh, who no one should care about. Um, let me let me give you. I'm gonna let you guess. I'm gonna give you some hints, okay? Justin, I want you to play. Okay. Uh, Josh, engineer, you could play. So, um, this is the ten year anniversary of a guy that hit some birds and then he saved everyone that was on the the plane. Oh, Sully? <laughs> Fuck Sully! I hate Sully. He hit some fucking birds. Your one job as a pilot is to not hit birds. And that's what he does. And he got a movie and a did, book. Yeah. I, I could tell you what his book was about right now. The autobiography started like it was the beginning of when he realized there was trouble. And then the chapter ends, and then it's about his life growing up. And then the next chapter is about and then it what cuts he, Yeah, a, exactly. I personally like Flight better. Flight, I, I liked Flight. Flight Wait, was so a good movie. Denzel drunk off his like, ass. High, no, and then the, it went they down. went into the, one of the engines, and the engine blew out. Oh, that's what and happened. then he had to land that's in the Hudson. Is it amazing that he landed in the Hudson? Sure. I hope my pilot can land something if he has the opportunity. Yeah, it's, exactly. We're watching, we're watching the mayor. <laughs> of, of where was he? What was he? The mayor Quebec. of Toronto? Toronto. 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 Yeah, it was Toronto. He's the mayor of Toronto. And he's smoking crack with a hooker. <laughs> he, took, he took a fat fucking rip from a crack pipe, dude. Yeah, he's not smoking a he's, J where you could be like, he's oh, got, he's in Canada. He's got half empty Gatorade bottles and looks like a half empty gym bottle. And he's Type like, in Chris Farley, Rob Ford now because we're watching the mayor smoke crack. <laughs> But did people definitely make mayor of DC smoke crack too? P- probably. I I'm mean, the, sure. the, uh, we had a president that was a coke addict for right, Rob Ford the movie. Hold on, turn up the volume. It's and just put to- your mic near this. Is it just Tommy Boy? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's the if you remember Ray, Mayor Rob. <laughs> it's well, bla- this is uh, Black Sheep. This is Black, Black Sheep, Sheep, not Tommy yeah. Boy. Let me see. <laughs> Rob Ford was always getting into trouble. It. Wait, is it actually Michelle Rob Ford or not? That's my question. All right, then turn this off. I gotta find that actual video and I'll post it to our Facebook. Um, all right. So why don't we? I don't. Oh, they're making a Monopoly movie. (laughs) To do what? No. With Kevin Hart. Of course. <laughs> what? I, I can tell you what the climax of the movie is going to be. He passes go. He collects $200. That's going to be the end of the fucking movie. Why do you need to make Monopoly, Monopoly a movie? movie? Yeah, like what are you going to do with that? Is he like a piece on the board? <laughs> Small enough, no, I guess. What the fuck? What would you do with uh, uh, this he's is gonna, actual video, Josh? He's gonna go directly to jail. Yeah, why? He can't collect rent from his hotels on Boardwalk. 
<laughs> like, Park okay, place. Board, are they on the original board for the game? I don't know. Because, like, like, so many making a board game movie, yeah. it's Fuck. been done twice, right? <laughs> once. Once. Clue. Yeah. Clue was fun, though. Clue sucks. Clue was fun. Clue's not a good movie. I Tim didn't Curry. say it was good. It was fun, though. Th- that's your opinion. It would have been fun in the theater. They were going to make a Candyland movie, too. How are you going to do Sandler. that? Oh, they God. Yeah, they Sandler, did, Sandler's been in so many fucking doozies, right? Let's well, make another listen, Jack and Jill. Uh, I'll tell you what. As, as bad as Sandler's <laughs> been Hulk in Hogan movies, arm wrestling Rob Ford on the screen. <laughs> and he beats him. Oh, like I said, God. as bad as Sandler's been with movies lately, his last stand-up special. The stand-up special was, on Netflix was It was, was fun. Good. It was entertaining. It was well done. Uh, uh, Jumanji count as a board game movie? Yeah. yeah well, but no. No. Because it became a board game after. It became a board game after. I don't think... I, I can't remember. Oh, wait, wait. Here's one. Battleship was a movie. Yo, remember? Battleship oh. is one of the funniest fucking movies ever, dude. It's Justin, so would you ever watch, bad. Justin, would you ever watch Battleship? <laughs> what's, took, uh, what's the worst movie you've seen recently, Justin? Recently? Yeah, like you guys want to watch Just in general, what's the worst movie you've seen in recent memory? <sighs> put me on the spot. I watched one um, when I was recovering from my um, the same virus thing, you had. We watched one of those Netflix movies. Um, it was called Dumplin'. Dumplin'? <laughs> Dumpling? Dumplin'. It was about a girl who uh, Jennifer Aniston's in it. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston it won like a beauty pageant when she was like eighteen years old, okay. sixteen, seventeen, and we all know what Jennifer Aniston looks like, right? She's a tall drink of water, sure. Her daughter is a pudgy girl. She's wider, you know. In it's real one- life. Yeah, well, in the movie, in the movie, yeah. you know, not in real life. Does Jennifer Aniston have children? Even <laughs> what kind of question was that? Thanks. In real life, the train derailment, right, Quebec. Um, so in the movie, she decides, uh, Jennifer Aniston's daughter, um, because she's not close with her mom, I'm going to enjoy the same beauty pageant she won. And it's supposed to be this like upbeat, uh, like, uh, you're the same. You're not like like, that movie. I wanted to like, I went in with an open mind and it just wasn't well done. I can appreciate um, any type of movie for what it is. It was, and even the landlord agreed. Landlord was not a fan either, correct? It was boring. Jennifer Aniston wasn't even good in it. I usually like her. First movie I saw recently. Which one? Oh, you like the drag queens in it. Sure. There was drag queens in it. First movie I saw recently was the one with The Rock, Rampage. Oh, Rampage was bad. That didn't look good, but Rampage it made a lot of money. The Rock makes I movies. Watch skyscraper. I couldn't. I would watch Skyscraper. Would watch I like. That? I like San Andreas for what San it was. San Andreas was fun. For what it was, I have to. When I disaster go to movies, movie, dude. When I go, great. I love disaster movies. When I go to a movie with The Rock, I have to be like, well, listen. Jumanji wasn't wasn't as bad. I like. Was funny, I dude. liked Jumanji. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jack Jumanji was, was good. Jack Black was funny. And in the new one, in the new June, no, I I had fun. I had fun, dude. It was for what it was. My maybe my expectation were here and Jack Black was really good in it he was really funny but I was entertained from start to finish and at the end of the day with a movie like that what else can I ask for that's, it, that's all it's supposed to be and now in the next one they're making Danny DeVito is going to be in it as the villain I guess and Dan- Donald uh, Donald Glover uh, Danny Glover is also going to be in it so Danny DeVito and Danny Glover not not uh, Childish Gambino I mean, unfortunately like, if I had to think of like the worst movie I've seen recently and it's <laughs> honestly it's Observe and Report and it's not even that bad no Observe and Report's hilarious no I'm, sa- I'm saying like, like, like I really ba- haven't seen no, that bad of a that movie you walked out and said or movie you watched and you said oh that sucked it was a long time ago it's uh, Evergreen Terrace with Samuel L. Jackson oh my god I no that was Lakeview Terrace Lakeview oh, Terrace, Samuel Terrace. Terrace. That's what it was. first off that was like two 2008. That's the last one I can remember. I legitimately no. You've bad. definitely hated. You saw Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad oh, was gosh. just as bad. No, I'm saying like I'm saying like I went to the theater and walked out. I saw. What? Yes. Landlord. Mine is one that you said. Sure. Watch. What? 
death sentence is great with Kevin Bacon. It's a fantastically bad movie. One of those. Okay. Oh, that's where his son dies. Yeah, it's great. In it's, the gas station. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's a good movie, dude. I like <laughs> it. I it's a, it's right. a good. It's a good movie yeah. for what it is. Yeah. It's it's brutal in the beginning, and then it gets I silly. Won't. She was I like, won't. "What the fuck is this?" Um, okay, so I actually got some questions from people this week. Did you, um, uh, Josh Engineer? Why don't you pull up our questions? Um, Taylor, why don't you read the first one and tell who it's from? This is from uh, their podcast. Okay, so I actually th- like these these ladies. They're these very funny. You guys don't so know. this is from what? That's the name of the show. Yeah, Booby- Booby- yeah. <laughs> so this is from the Boobies and Newbies podcast. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts when it comes to award shows? Uh, rewarding the artists or just stroking uh, their egos? Okay, um, that's a good question about the award shows because I do watch them, and we're actually going to do a live Oscar show, which I'm actually excited about Down. doing. If you want to oh, come wow. to that one, Justin, we yeah. do a live Oscar show. Um, so I am a fan of the Oscars. I, I'm a friend of the award shows. Specifically, I watch the Oscars and the Golden Globes. I don't watch any of the other ones. Um, and it's because mostly I want to root for the movies that I like that year. I want to get angry at the ones that win that I don't want it. I like the landlord was watching with me, and I was just screaming about certain things winning. I was just I was I was livid. Um, but what is it really? It's absolutely stroking egos. It's these guys yeah. jerking off to each other. These puff pieces and these um, these socially conscious movies that always well, win. Well, and uh, oh, it's just it, it's uh, they're useless. Well, like you could do without them. I want to see like last year. I was genuinely happy and excited to see Gary. Um, Gary Oldman. Gary. I almost forgot his name again. I almost, Gary said, I almost said Gary Coleman again. Why do we have Gary <laughs> Coleman on mine? I know what I have to watch in Fap Two. Um, uh, well, I, I was genuinely happy to see Gary Oldman win because I thought he was deserving for so long. A while, yeah. But if you told me to, that like, this year is the last year of the Oscars, I'd, oh, okay. Like whatever, well, it's, it's cool. I mean, like, look for no bigger example what a train wreck it, it turned into than like Moonlight and La La Land. When that, <laughs> I was you know so I mean? happy like, when they fucked that up. That, they said La La Land. And they're like, and all of them come up. And he shows guys, the by, card the, and by, says, by the way, by the way, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I I remember landlord just went to sleep and I was like. I wanted the wake up and be like, they just fucked up. Everyone's so bad. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. The entire so, cast of La La Land so, is on the stage and said, uh, sorry, we met Moonlight. Yeah, because a musical should never win Best Picture. Um, and because it's literally, it's, no, it should never win. There's not, there's like three good musicals ever made. Bohemian Rhapsody is one of them because it is a musical, 1,000%. Okay, what are the other two? Uh, Tommy. Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sorry. I would say Rocky Horror Picture Show I would deal with or Little Shop of Horrors. Those would be the two. Little Shop of Horrors is fun. Sound of Music? Huh? No, I don't want the Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Okay, Wizard of Oz. I'll put Wizard yeah, of Oz Wizard as my third Wizard best musical. Sure. I don't want to watch uh, Le Miz, Moulin Rouge, Chicago, whatever the fuck else you put out. And Bohemian Rhapsody is a musical and anyone calling it otherwise is an asshole. Okay. We should again show you the bullshit with the award shows because Remy Malik won and he should have for best actor in a drama, and Christian Bale won for best actor in a musical or comedy. Back what? By the way, Jamie Foxx won best actor in a musical or comedy for Ray. Joaquin Phoenix was nominated for best actor in a musical or comedy for um, Walk the Line, but Bohemian Rhapsody is not a musical. Got it. Cool. The Martian Good. was a Does, comedy. The was Martian was a comedy. It was, it was a comedy. Uh, Martian's a black comedy, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. Um, I think you could get rid of the award shows at this point, honestly. I think them. it should just be like a thing where, hey, so-and-so won. Like, you're not appeasing to fans like, at this like, point. You could you could literally just, like, stream it live on, like, Instagram Live or something, yeah. and it would, it would do just That's as it. good. That's it. That's it. It All literally right. doesn't make The next sense. question is from uh, my boy, Chris Wright. Um, he has uh, so he has a couple questions. The three greatest sitcoms of all time is the first one. 
Number one, and I it's not my favorite sitcom, but if you're talking about greatest, and that's the question, greatest, it's got to be I Love Lucy. If you're talking about greatest sitcoms ever made and what it meant, it's I Love Lucy. Number two is a thousand percent Seinfeld. Yes. One, you can't say anything but Seinfeld. Now, three is where it gets interesting. I would, and I'm going to say All in the Family because it completely broke barriers in a comedy. If it weren't for All in the Family, you wouldn't have had the first sitcom with a black lead in the Jeffersons because that's where George Jefferson was introduced. So it, you cannot have uh, that, that mainstream thing. It, it did it at a time and it broke boundaries that were that no one was af- everyone was afraid to go to. So my top three greatest sitcoms of all time are I Love Lucy, Seinfeld, and All in the Family. I really haven't. I don't know. I haven't watched enough sitcoms, yeah, but I, I would. Really I would them. probably try to find a place for Sanford and Son. That would be the only. I'd thing be I could okay with about. Sanford and Son. You know There's what I mean? A like you, others. Could, you could interchange. Like the only other sitcom I've ever watched, Truth Like Two, was like that '70s show and How I Met Your Mother. I was in. I don't give a shit. I, really yeah, I mean, don't. there's others I have to consider. If you consider, Friends. um, you have to put Friends in the argument because yeah. that was the first ensemble. Right. No, Cosby shut up. No, because you can't talk I'm about Bill Cosby uh, anymore. No, you really can't. Uh, Big Bang Theory wasn't in your top three. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang Theory is not in my top anything other than my top ensemble cast I want to see slaughtered. I know how to get uh, you going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you'd have. What about Family Matters? Uh, uh, it's a rare condition in this day and age. <laughs> I know the words. <laughs> um, like the family honey, matters. Like the honeymooners. Like the, the honeymooners has to be considered. It deserves. Like, it deserves is Mash, recognition. Is Mash, considered Mash has to be yeah, considered. Um, what about the Brady Bunch? Brady Bunch. Oh, wow. How do we forget about the Brady no, you Bunch? Can't, I mean, you'd have to consider things like, uh, like we said, Friends. Everybody loves Raymond. The ones that really want. Uh, Cheers was huge. Cheers was huge. Cheers was a massive show. Wings? Um, wings, wings, shut up! You start saying the West Wing now. <laughs> All right, Chris had a, like Chris had a couple questions. The, the Paul McCartney band. What's my favorite? No, was there, there was a very famous show called Wings. You're just immature. Um, my favorite game console, Justin. What's your favorite gaming console ever? Gaming, co- my, my the most fun you had on a gaming console ever. Sure, yeah. For f- personal experience, probably be like PlayStation Two. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. Joshua, uh, Nintendo sixty four. Okay, good one. Yeah, Xbox. Um, I'm gonna Xbox say 360. Actually, I'm gonna say I was gonna about to say 360 because I I don't know if I've ever had more fun playing online Dead. than I did in Left 4 Dead and Halo 3. Yeah. yeah, the amount of time I was committed to things, I think N64 birthed my love with video games, but Xbox 360, Halo 3, Left 4 Dead, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, that was like a game changer. Just when the online, I think the most time I spent on a system was probably the 360 well, for sure. That was the first time I even started playing like real RPGs, like too. Yeah, it was like when they. Well, that was when it was all. I mean, well, you got to think. You said the PS2, or actually even the the PS. One was uh, I'm saying like when yeah, I started PS playing RPGs. P- when PS2 came out, you had Grand Theft Auto Three and then Vice yeah. City, so mm-hmm. that's a good argument too for mm-hmm. the PS2. I'm mean, here one more. The best pizza I ever had. Um, oof. I have an answer. That's a really tough question. All right, cool. I'll go first. Go ahead. Best slice of pizza I ever had in my life. I was in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's a place called Best Pizza, run by Frank Pinella over out in Brooklyn. Okay. It's literally just an old school pizza joint. It's a uh, brick oven, oh. and they throw a piece of basil the door behind right, you. Uh, right on top. It's literally the best slice of pizza I've ever had. Just in my put life. that on the ground. I don't care. It's plain. It's um, to the point, and they make the mutts right there. So, so be- yeah, um, best I, pizza in Brooklyn. It's hard to say because I I love pizza so much. But the best pizza I had recently was with um, Josh the engineer. Um, at Arlington Pizza um, was fantastic. Um, just the other day we had it. In Arlington? It was fucking great. It was awesome. It was exactly how I want a slice of pizza to be. It was ideal. It was perfect. 
Um, it was just what I wanted. So, is it recording, Justin? Uh, I don't know. Look at the front of the screen. You've ever made a video on your phone, you asshole? Your phone. Just sit phone. down. <laughs> Did his phone die? His phone died? That's what. Just take some pictures and we'll go from there. Everything's fine. We got to prepare a little bit more in advance next time. Maybe buy some extra batteries. I'm not. Yeah. Or just get the cable, however much it costs that works. Oh my God, Justin. You work with. Uh, okay. Justin, Justin, Tell why you're not an engineer. What's the best slice of pizza you've had? It could be ever or recently. Are you going to sit on the belt? This is. I'm like all out of whack right now. Just put it down um, on the floor. I don't care. Most recently, uh, that I went to. Uh, we had Ralph's and Nutley. Ralph's Pizza and Nutley. It's okay. Like oh, oh, yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. Ralph's. I thought you said yeah, yeah, yeah. you it's had like pizza a, with Ralph, and I said that's weird. It's like a thinner crust. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like excellent. My, my it's favorite nice. kind. Yeah, it's it's. Delicious. So you don't like thick crust usually? <laughs> no, you, I do. I do. But, but if, you prefer, I prefer thin? Yeah, like more like bar pie. Almost. And uh, Josh, bar what would you good. say? Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to agree with you. Uh, that Arlington, Arlington pizza, pizza slice is a, is a pizza from my childhood. I used to live in North Arlington before I moved uh, to the area we're in now, and. Um, Man, it's just a, it was a throwback to, to be able to go there and eat it. It's so good. No, that's cool. Like I said, I feel like I just had a cliche answer that I had it from Brooklyn, yeah. but that's the best I ever had. Okay, here's a sports question. Okay. Um, I, although Larry Caster has the spelling of a fourth I have a grader. Question that's 100%. I have a question, not a question for Larry before what's, we answer What's your question? question? Okay. Larry, can I buy you Hooked on Phonics? <laughs> you should get him a Josh, can you spell. try reading this question to us, please? I'll read it. I'll just read it word for word, and yeah, then we can yeah. try to decide what it means. Nick Foles, should the spoiled Eagles fans be blessed with again or be forced to deal with Glass Wentz? So, oh so I think his question is, if we try should, to should the Eagles re-sign Nick Foles or roll with Carson Wentz? I think that's what we're summarizing, correct? Yeah, I think that w- that's what Larry's trying to I ask. think they have to roll with Wentz. Yeah, you have they to. Have yeah, you have 100%. to. I also Nick Foles think- has been fantastic, but Wentz, when he's healthy... It, the problem the, Wentz me, the was problem, the MVP until he blew the, his The knee problem out. for me more so has been Doug Peterson's play calling with Nick Foles is completely different than it is with uh, Carson Wentz. Dude, he yeah. he, he, he lets goes him way go. more vertical and lets him just sling it. Mm-hmm. While with Carson Wentz, it's more that that West Coast side to side thinking dub shit. Kind of yeah, <laughs> seventh McDouble. Uh, I'm only at so, two. I'm proud of myself. So I think that the Eagles should roll with Wentz. I still think Wentz, as long as he stays healthy, is going to be a top quarterback for quite a few no, years to yeah, come. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'll just add on top of that, I think it's a show of good faith. It's a very good thing the Eagles paid Nick Foles that million-dollar bonus. Sure. I, because he won him yeah. a Super Bowl. He, he carried him this far into the playoffs. I feel like the Eagles owe him my, that much. My fear is that the Dolphins are going to sign him. And, hey, he, listen, Foles, is uh, he's the type of quarterback I like the way he plays. He's fearless. He's a gunslinger. Just goes for the it. team rallies around. Him, he has the right energy. Do I want him? No, not at no. all. No, because I've saw I saw what he was away from uh, the Chip Kelly system that's friendly to quarterbacks, and now the, the Doug Peterson one that's friendly to quarterbacks. What's he gonna do with Brian Flores? Asshole! I don't want to talk about him anymore. Uh, move on to the next question, Taylor. Oh, you gonna let make me read this one? Yeah. All right. This is for you. Would you rather suck one <laughs> dick for sixty minutes or sixty dicks for one minute? Sixty dicks for one minute. Yeah, I want diversity in my life. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I might roll the dice and just do the for for an hour. An hour? Dude, it's the same minute. amount of time. That's a lot of commitment, dog. Oh, but true. like, like, 
like you're gonna see. So if you if you're, I'm gonna get into this, I guess. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. If you're gonna suck don't sixty for, dicks, you're gonna the, see some rough dicks. The, but if you, if you just roll the dice and say, just give me one for sixty, you can get a nice. Okay, one. now don't here's my like, cup. You can get like a nice. Can I ask clean, another question? Like, Let know. Justin. Let's pretend you're making this decision. Yeah. Do I get to pick the dick out that I'm sucking? Uh. You want to pick all sixty? <laughs> um, no. If I'm taking one oh, for one? sixty minutes, do I get to pick it out? Or are you no, just saying no, here? no. We're, they're saying this is just like. Then a I'm taking roll. sixty dicks for one minute each, personally. Yeah. You're because right. the truth is, I don't trust my. Listen, I I truthfully believe if I had to suck a dick, I'll make them come quick. But I don't know. I've never <laughs> done it. So I wonder if I if so if in sixty minutes the guy's gonna come right. Most likely, at some point, right? Oh, well, that, that's suck, not, that hasn't been established. If I have sixty, he might, dicks, he might, it might happen multiple times. If I have sixty dicks in one minute, I could just kind of fake it and like oh, start with a little yeah. like just cusp in the balls. I've thought about this. Trust me, um, cusp in the balls a little. Actually, that, that I could act like my, I get, if I give a bad actually. blow job every si- one minute, then they're not going to come. So it, it sucks that I'm sucking a dick. Yeah, but if I do it bad enough, I'm not going to get the cumsies in my mouth. Fair, sure. You'll be doing one like 40 seconds in, the guy's like ready for you. Yeah, if I and blow Colucci, like, I touch it and he's going to come. All you got to do is blow All right, on so it. Justin, what's your decision? Would you suck one dick for 60 minutes or 60 dicks for one minute each? Yeah, you're right. I would do 60 because I don't want to do the, uh, you know. You don't want the cumsies. I don't want the you stuff. don't want the money shot. Uh, I don't want the uh, stuff. Josh, the engineer, stuff, thoughts? Man. Um, I guess I'd go, I'd go 60. Uh, I guess I'd go 60 for one each. Taylor? He, said, he wants one for 60 minutes and then 60 for one minute each. He wants both. <laughs> I am hungry. <laughs> I, want, I want 60 for 60 minutes. <laughs> 60, for, 60 60. for 60 minutes yeah, each? Yeah, yeah. Each, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clear your calendar out. <laughs> All right, so what would be your choice? Taylor, what? officially, what would be your choice? Uh, 60 for one minute. Okay, so I, I won you all over with my argument. This sucks. I, Thank you, Pat Larson, for that. Um, you're coming home soon, so if you're in, I'll suck your one dick for 60 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he's in. Um, okay, sure. next question is from my buddy Brett. If you had to pick one shitty um, crime drama to watch forever, what would it be? NCIS, CIS, Law and Order, etc. Um, I Law don't think order. this one is shitty, but Law and Order SVU, and I order. would watch. I love Law and Order SVU. Um, I don't know much of it after Christopher Maloney left because I was. Um, I love Christopher Maloney. That's a, I'd suck his dick for sixty minutes. <laughs> um, he's great. He's he's awesome. He's best friends with one of my singer favorite singers and musicians in the world, and Maynard James Keenan. He's cool. Um, I would absolutely watch Law and Order SVU, and I actually think it's a good show. I, I, How many seasons have that had? Dude, they're on like season twenty four. They've been around a long time, dude. Nice. It's just, I, I've seen CSI, I've seen NCIS, and I, I've seen all three, and Law & Order is the only one I would consider watching more. I, I don't know why I, don't, I, I, don't, I, care I, I want to talk about Maloney's dick, because I like Mariska Haggerty, whatever, Olivia on the show. She's great. She's awesome. She's a badass. She's, like Criminal Minds. Is, is that good, the main right? chick? Criminal Minds, yeah, she's the main yeah. chick. She's great. Bones? Yeah, she's good. good. Bones? Did you just mention, did you make a Bones reference on my bones, show? Bones, yeah. To do what? I don't know. Right, Natalie Brett, knows a lot of TV. Brett had another question. Yeah. This is a really good conversation. The top ten... Awesomely bad movies of all time, like best bad awesomely movies ever. Bad. Um, best bad. Oh, so oh, I, what's I, that really bad Twister movie we watched? One. Which day? one? We no, 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 no. A, there was the Wait, one so on you HBO. Mean like, like the room kind of that, like that, that kind of stuff. Okay, like that's yeah. so bad that it's good okay. kind of thing. I just watched one with Keanu. I told you about replicas. Hilarious. It was so awful and awesome at the same time. 
Um, I got to put Jingle All the Way in there. Jingle All the Way is one of my favorite awesomely bad that movies. I, I, would I love the part when uh, when Arnold's calling his house from the payphone. Oh, and <laughs> Phil Hartman is Ted, there. Oh, he goes, "You're Ted. What are you doing in my roof? <laughs> Ted, you're in my you're, house eating my You're in my house eating my cookies. Put that cookie down <laughs> now. <laughs> it's such a bad, awesome movie. But you got to put uh, the room. The room is the I, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, troll two is the one of the oh. Mac and me is absolutely up there. You Mac can go with some. Bad, you can go oh, with some shit. really bad action movies from the past. The, uh, I went on the Dolph Lundgren. The Dolph Lundgren. The masters of the, the Dolph Lundgren movies. Punisher, well, for I, example. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, even Arnold in the uh, the Conan movie was really bad. It's not hit, like the Conan. The first Conan's bad. awesome. The yeah. first Conan's amazing. After that. Yeah. Conan uh, to New York. Yeah, Ooh. that was. Oh. Oh. Uh, Pre- Jason Pre- Pre- Predator Two. Predator. I I've learned to appreciate Predator Two a little That's more. Not. No, I no. Honestly, it's aged decently. Watching it again, I get what they were trying to do. The new Predator was so awful that it can't even be considered what, awesome. Wait, wait, what was the last Predator where like uh, the Predator and like the the chick teamed up to Oh, Alien versus Predator. The first one isn't terrible. No, Alien versus Predator one. Requiem that, that's is one. a horrendous piece of shit. That's bad. Um, what other awesomely I, bad movies? Oh, oh, you have to you have to put Fifty Shades of Grey on there. I never. We seen watched this, that. Me, know. the landlord, and Greg one night. We got loaded, right? And we watched that. And it's a hell of a motley crew, dude. We were howling, laughing. Is, is it that Twilight? Cringy? Twilight has to be in the conversation, although I can't watch it whatsoever. Um, I'm trying to think that that's a really tough conversation. Tran- Transformers is oh Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, yeah. awesomely, oh, yeah. awesomely. There you go. That's a that's, that's a really good one. Yeah. The Transformers two, awesomely awful. Huh. Um, I, I like. I'm, I'm trying to think of like bad movies. That jo- I kind of yeah, like, uh, Josh Engineer, pull up the the best worst movies of all time. Movies. And let's like, see what, what we have. Oh, Jason Takes Manhattan has to be in the conversation. Oh, is so bad. <laughs> um, there's definitely Jason X. Uh, yeah, Jason, Jason X. X is most, fucking hilarious. Most the Jason movies in general, most of outside Friday of the, the first one. movies, outside of the first one, is, is so bad. All right, let's see. Fifteen. Do fifteen. No, as long as it's not a video. No, do Screen Rant. Screen Rant's the better one. Yeah, Screen Rant. We trust. Um, Screen Rant. Let's okay. see. So scroll down. The room, Obviously, the room's yeah. the... It, it has to be Masters of the Universe. Oh, oh horrible. Jesus Christ. Horrible. Man. That's all fun. Um, we were just oh, saying. Oh, Blood Rain I saw was no, very bad because I, I played the video it. games. I watched oh. the movie. Didn't see Ninja the, 3. Oh, the Happening. One, uh, How did we forget the about ha- the, happening? the Happening? I just thought of one. Mortal Kombat. I will watch The Happening, ironically. The Happening is a comedy. Mortal Kombat. The first Mortal Kombat's good. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is so bad. So The Happening I will watch, ironically, because he's literally talking... Why am I talking to a plant? It's plastic. Yeah. It's, there's a scene where the guy goes, he's, he meets like a military guy. He goes, we got some hot dogs. That's the scene. That's it. That's it. It's so bad. All right. Let's see. 12 was the happening. Oh, the Wicker the Man. The Wicker Man. Re- okay, Not so, the beast. So the original Wicker Man is one of the most classic, fantastic horror films ever made. And then I think I was working at the movie theater in <laughs> West Mumford when the Wicker Man remake with Nick Cage came out, and I went to the, we did the pre-screening the night before. Oh my goodness, that was rough. Dude. Not the bees, the bees. <laughs> it's so awful. Over oh, the top yeah, with Sylvester Stallone. Do. Yo, his bottom Wonderful. lip. Oh, I, his- oh, while we're at Stallone, I I do guilt watch Rocky Five every couple years because it is uh, so. I, I just it, don't dude. care. Dude, the scene. Beat him up, Daddy. Took my room. It's so <laughs> funny. If you could just laugh at it, it's great. Howard Duck, absolutely Never saw fantastically it. awful. 
Um, let's see. Sharknado. 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 How could we forget Sharknado? Yeah, we went to go see Sharknado with the, the rift tracks. tracks. The rift tracks. Sharknado. Was ever try to go back and watch it without the rift? No, it's unwatchable. It's, it's bad. So hard. The newer ones are funnier because they they're aware they're bad. Yeah. This one tried to be something. Who, they, who's in it? Is it Reese Witherspoon? No, T- Tara Reid. Reese Witherspoon's Tara an Reed. Oscar winner. I, I, Tara I, I Reid. Tara Reid. I didn't know. Yeah. I, 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 Reese Witherspoon's actually talented. Yeah, Roadhouse Re- is just awesome. I refuse to acknowledge Roadhouse. No, just Roadhouse that. is good. Roadhouse right. rules. Oh, oh Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. With this is the one with Richard Pryor. Four, right? Four was Pryor. I would think so. Yeah. Not, not There's a scene at the end of this where Superman, um, Christopher Reeves, um, is flying the Statue of Liberty back from where? Good question. Oh, no, <laughs> Don't remember. Is this the one where, uh, so where he, this he one. flies the uh, the nuclear missile oh, into outer space? That's the one, right? Actually, also that, that was also uh, Batman versus Superman. And uh, <laughs> he flew he, a nuclear. The, de- yeah, the exactly. first Avengers movie. <laughs> Yeah, give me sixty. For, <laughs> give me sixty dicks over this. <laughs> awful. Mo- I'm just thinking about Xanadu is really bad. I've seen Xanadu. Uh, Troll two, two fantastic. Yeah, that's what you said, right? Hilarious. Bird. Uh, Birdemic is horrendous. Horrendous. I don't, I don't oh boy. Plan Nine from Outer Space might be the original, the, the very first, the room. And the room. Uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. They made a Tim Burton made a movie about the making of it um, called Ed Wood with Johnny Depp, which is one of might be one of Tim Burton's. Best, most underrated films ever about the making of it. And he had like a real cast. And I may be the only person of anyone you know that has actually sat through Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, I, oh boy. I've literally, oh boy. I've literally never heard of it. Until oh, right dude, now. it's it's um, it's considered a classic because of how bad it is. And Ed Wood became a B-cult, uh, just like Tommy Wiseau in The Room. And The Room... Uh, we watched The Room one night when we were snowed in, just like Winterstorm Harper, it's and like, we were the, the landlord never saw it, and we were in tears laughing at it. The next day, we saw The Disaster Artist, right? We went the next day. You didn't know anything about it. Disaster Artist was fantastic. I, I was going to say, I like Paul Shear in that movie. Oh, it's it's a great yeah. movie, um, and uh, the way James Franco played Tommy Wiseau, whatever you think about James Franco, he was incredible in Disaster Artist. was fantastic. <laughs> Yo, he was just playing his uh, character. Grohau, Grohau, did you see Disaster Artist? No, I haven't seen it. What? What are you doing, dude? How have you not seen Disaster Artist? Just the room. He literally played like he literally great, plays right? his character. It was fan- you, dude. You're gonna yeah. from Pineapple Please, please make that That's appointment. All, yeah. all right, let's get back to the questions. Let's see what else we got now. That was a good question, Brett. I appreciate that. Um, okay, this was this is like a more serious question. Um, what do you think about culture di- culture diversity taking main stage for most media and media discussions? Should child- commercials aimed at children be banned? And do you see game... Okay, this is a different question. So the first one about um, culture diversity taking about media most discussion. media discussions and should commercials towards um, aimed at children be banned? Um, I don't think anything should be banned. I think it's up to you to consume what you want. Um, I, I It's I, also I'm, on the parents. Yeah, it's absolutely on the parents. That, that, that more than anything else. I think that people should um, be aware of what they're viewing, um, except that if they're seeing slanted uh, coverage or slanted uh, media, whatever it is. Uh, I, but as far as banning things, unless you're just coming out and dropping hard R's and racial slurs and homophobic words and just anything that is meant to be hateful, nothing should be banned. Now, 
is there awareness you have to have about uh, what you're watching on sure. on the right on the right side of the fence? That's a big sticking point is that they're forcing diversity and doing things like that. Why is Stephen A. Smith on ESPN? There's some forced diversity. They're forcing me to like this asshole. Yeah, I can't wait till Michael Bisbee says how much he hates his fucking guy. I know, right? But going back to, to this, I just, um, I, I don't know. It's, I, what do I think about it? I think it's, it's if you can't realize it's pandering for um, views and votes I, and likes and things like that, then you're you're an idiot. Like I, they're absolutely pandering to an extent. Do I care? No, because I'm aware of what I'm viewing. It doesn't bother me. I it, I, I, I really uh, believe that the discussion. It's not bad to have the discussion. <laughs> the which the the manner in which it's being like consumed consumed and the way the how it's being perceived and how it's being presented is also the issue sure i i think the um the discussion should be had for sure but i i don't i don't i, th- I, think, I, I this- think just sitting there and trying to sh- like trying to force the conversation one particular so, way by the way I, that's I, what a lot I of forgot, people do i forgot to plug this at again this is from the trouble speak a political perspective podcast who are awesome uh they're very fair coverage they do a great job with their podcast and i think what they wanted to say without actually saying it is do you have an issue with them putting um uh actors of color uh, uh, women in men's roles uh, traditionally no i don't it's make a good I, movie yeah make a good tv show make a good song make a good whatever and don't use the fact like Ghostbusters did where it's an all woman cast to be the focal point of your movie and have it take a backseat to the film itself put make a movie like Bridesmaids where they gave them an original movie and it was hilarious give them a movie like Annihilation if you're trying to do an all woman cast where that wasn't what was pushing the movie it was just a badass incredibly or, done film I was dude even in Halloween where like in it, Halloween where it's all women it becomes all yeah, women it, it, sense it, it, you know what I mean like when, you, when you just yeah, when you allow it to happen rather than saying this is you have it's like this and you have to accept it of course you're going to get pushback you're going to get as much pushback as you're going to get people that support you because of it and if you're trying to tell people that they're wrong for feeling that way no one is wrong for feeling any way about anything that's the beauty of this country they can feel a certain way they can say a certain thing and you shouldn't be banning anything which goes to the next question about um children commercials aimed at children be banned no they're the best consumers in the world because half these fucking spoiled cunts run to their moms and dads and say, I saw this little toy a lot, so go buy it for me. And then their shithead parents it's go and do it. Toys from a, capital, from a capitalism standpoint, no, nothing should be banned. I don't want the banning of anything. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they mean by co- commercials aimed at children being banned. Um, like, I, I, some of my favorite things I got as a child was because it was aimed at me. Every Batman action figure I ever bought, every Power Rangers action figure well, I ever saying, got like, like Half bought. the commercials you watched were just toy... When the, when yeah. Yeah, you actually went mighty, to a toy Mighty store. Max and shit. Like, they're, yeah, they're, right. dude, uh, it, it, that's what it was. Yo, Legos, any type of action figure, any type of, especially like Hot Wheels came out with new shit every six months. I don't months. know what they mean by aimed like, at children. Like, are we talking about toy commercials or like, commercials like about or just like, general product or movies or TV? I, I'm in favor of nothing being banned. I believe you let the free market decide anything. Um, personally, I, yeah. not to get too political here, but that's generally how it should be. And um, here's the last question from uh, Trouble Speak, a political perspective podcast. You can find on iTunes. Just type in Trouble Speak. That's a lot of words. It's very wordy, guys. It's fine. So um, just Trouble Speak. Uh, do you see games characters. and movies becoming one someday with the success of movies like uh, Black Mirror's Bandersnatch? Uh, that's a really good question, actually. Uh, did anyone here besides um, uh, Josh Engineer, you watch Bandersnatch? Uh, wife too, and obviously landlord. You watch Bandersnatch. 
Did you watch it? No, no, yeah. You haven't watched any I, Black I, Mirror, I, right? No, I have some. Okay. I haven't. I really really like it okay. So far. Now, now, like I said, from what you described, it, it's like a Telltale game, and I'm a big fan of it's, the Telltale It's a pick-your-own ending kind of thing. And I feel like that it, it's it a great definitely, idea. They it should, definitely they should. could go that way. I, you know what I mean? I, I think it would make a lot It would make a lot of sense because they kind of... Half these games are movies in and themselves. The Last of Us, absolutely. Skyrim, uh, even the Gears Dude, of War the, series. Red Dead Redemption 2 is 1,000% a movie. It's like playing a movie. That's what it is. It's, the Telltale games were the first time I can remember playing a movie, like where I was comfortable just sitting there. Did you play any of the Telltale games, Justin? Yeah, I used to play like The Walking Dead ones. How the amazing was it? Like yeah. you were Great. sitting back yeah. and just picking every little decision. I'm a fan of it coming in a little bit. And not, you know, I, not, don't overdo it. Do but. I see it becoming the future, though? No, I, like, I'm, I'm not saying like everyone has to show up with their personal controller yeah. at the movie theater and everything. That would like be weird. Screen. Like that would just be everyone like, wearing glasses. Don't, don't get like don't do that. I'm saying no. like if you be, if you make it an option, like you have to purchase the movie after the fact. I and then you make it an option, yeah. you could play along and maybe change it. Uh, change well, the yeah, like deleted change. scenes and Correct. shit like that, exactly. alternate endings. I think that uh, is something which, you could do. Which actually, it, it actually is funny because it leads into the next question, which is really good from the Mouse and Weens podcast. Uh, and those girls over there are fantastic. I've listened to them a bunch of times. They're very funny. So please listen to Mouse and Weens. Um, do you think movie theaters will eventually go out of business the way of drive-ins? No. That's, no, that's a very good question, though. No, just I, going I'm, back to that I'm, last I'm the Bandersnatch question. I, I don't think they will. I think people still want that spectacle. Like the same thing when the people want to go out to a show, a okay. Broadway show or anything else like that. Can I they ask want to you do something? Thing. Sure. Are you taking that as them as like just completely disappearing as a whole? Because yes, I okay, think so, so you have to understand that drive-in theaters, there, I think there's only like 30 of them left in the country. It's is a very one, small amount. there still one up in Warwick? Warwick. There's still one in Warwick. Yeah. We have one in our backyard. Never go. Never um, go. So now, now if the question is, do I think they will ever de- completely disappear? No, not at all. Do I eventually think they will be like drive-ins where there's one here and there, few and far between? I think we're way closer to that than we realize. That's 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 more realistic for sure. Yes, I, I understand that. As far as I'm disappearing, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? I I love the movie going experience. I'm with you. When on it's that, a movie dude. that I really want to see, there's nothing better to me than being in that seat, surrounded by people, and feeling the energy in an audience as it's happening. Like I love that. I love hearing. If it's a comedy, I love hearing people laugh. If it's a horror, I like hearing people shriek and squirm and well, squeal. Well, say like because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> and if it's you know you know what I mean though, but if like. When I see Star Wars, I remember the last one. Whatever people want to think about it, I was sitting next. To, I, I was sitting it, next to Josh the Engineer when Yoda came on screen and hearing the screen and the entire audience kind of just like you felt that you felt everyone move in their seat. I love that feeling. With that said, with the well, specifically with the, the success of Bird Box. Yeah, movie theaters are going to be gone within the last ten, well, next ten years. Well, the closest one's going to be like uh, at least a forty-minute drive. No, that's no. I mean, like some of the best uh, memories I have of movies are like going to see uh, going to see like uh, the Hangover in the theater for the first time. You know what I mean? And everyone cracking up when the Hangover first came out, or, yeah. or going to see specifically one of my all-time favorite movies, Interstellar, in a theater. Yeah, I saw to, that with like, you. Watching yeah. it at home. Oh yeah, two completely different things. You <laughs> yeah, know what I no. mean? And I think that's why I love it so much because I really it enhanced the entire experience. I really hope the movie theater doesn't like disappear because I think all of us remember even as kids like our parents taking to us to the movies and how cool that was like being a kid like oh I'm going to the movies. You went to go see take, Toy Story. Like, Toy Story. Take, you and to, all your friends. It's my mom will drive if your dad many, picks us up. Do you know how many like of our that? listeners probably have never been to a drive-in theater? Like we we are so spoiled having one right there and we just say 
fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't go. Like, yeah, you're struggling. But I think what the drive-in theaters never did, and then I think, like, movie theaters like AMC are doing very well, is they didn't adapt perfectly. And you're starting to see Warwick's, Warwick Drive-In, right, one town over, is doing a great job with this. They're starting to show old movies. Like, during Halloween season, they showed the original Halloween, then the Smart, new one. Yeah. They showed The Shining. They showed Alien. Like, that's a good idea. And AMC does that. Like, when um, uh, Ralph, Greg, and I went to go see Night of the Living Dead in uh, AMC. When they when re-released Forrest Gump. In 4K. Like, yeah, they did. They just did it with 2001. That's smart. Which Do they, these art, these features where it's like a special edition or a one-night-only kind of thing. AMC does brilliant marketing. And I think it's, I, it's probably more than 10 years, but you just saw with Bird Box how many viewers they had in a week. 46 million people watched that in a week. That's in a week people, think about that that's up. absurd and now you get they're signing directors like Scorsese and what these directors and the writers and the actors are doing usually you sign on to do a movie and you get a percentage of whatever the movie made right right what they did to Scorsese they said oh here's 50 million make us two movies they give him the money up front so he's getting up front rather than because Scorsese movies are great but they don't make outside of Wolf of Wall Street and even The Departed didn't make that much money I think his biggest grossing movies ever were uh, Wolf of Wall Street and Shutter Island yeah. So he signs on. He just sure. gets a fucking upfront payday. That's what's going to kill the movie theater more well, than anything else. I was saying, also like, say Wait, there was another. There was some other. Was there well, other questions, Josh? Or was that no, it? No, there are. There's. I think there's one other question, and I think it's from Lobo. Yeah, let's see what Scorsese's highest grossing movies. Well, I was going to say. I mean, I completely forgot. What I was going to say. Yeah, Fuck. let's see his box office results. Let's just see. Silence. Recent. Oh, but this just might be um, lifetime gross. Let's see. Let's see. The Departed did okay. The Departed did well. Shutter Island, Wolf of Wall Street, and Aviator did well. So Departed did better than is his best movie. Yeah, um, that one. It was probably because of the Oscar buzz. Once you win yeah. an Oscar, that's pretty much it. Even though he should have won at least two beforehand. All right, you read the next question. This is from another one of my favorite podcasts. I love this, the girls it, at the show. This is from a, a non-mom happy hour podcast. If you had a say in it, what would you do about the industry graveyards in the Rust Belt and places like Detroit and Flint? Um, how would you repurpose <laughs> the infrastructure, and where do you think their new economies can be built? Okay, what a question to ask. Okay, here, okay. I'm just gonna. I yeah. have a room full. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. just gonna Thank say you. silent. On this. Okay, I have the easiest answer here. Who? Okay, who's responsible for all that happening? The president. Um, uh, I'm just the I'm, governor, I'm, the mayors, the elected officials. Find them and hose them, their wife, their mother, their father, their grandmother, their children for every dime they're worth. If they're responsible for ruining. And it, have you ever seen videos of what Detroit looks like now? No. It's a f- dude. It's like going to like um, I it's am like legend. Robocop. No, it's I am legend. I was thinking like when he's walking through Times Square and there's like grass growing. These industrial buildings, these giant buildings, like walking through Times Square. But picture ten years of no civilization and all the grass start, all the nature starts growing. That's like Detroit. Find out whoever is responsible for that. Like who is truly the fine one that said made the decision that said fucked everything up, and take them and anyone related to them for. Every dime they're worth. I wish I had a better answer. I'm not educated enough in economics, in politics, in criminal prosecution. I just believe in um, uh, justice and whoever is responsible for that. They should not ever live comfortably. I, I know in any so. situation. Is that fair? I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah, yeah. We're allowed a city like Detroit that was once like the boom of America to become a go- a graveyard. You're talking about a place where Detroit Rock City. I know. 
It's the only good Kiss song, dude. No, there's no such thing. Go on. No, but seriously, you're talking about a place that was once like the epicenter of American industry. You know, yes. that's where all the cars were built. All the jobs in the auto industry were out there. And now you're talking about a place that is literally, literally run down. It's like just... the elephant graveyard in the Lion King. Yeah. That's literally what it is. <laughs> and like again, it, it's insane. There's video. They did a whole uh, Discovery episode about like Detroit. And you're ta- like I said, it's like if you picture walking down Fifth Avenue, and no one's been there in ten years. It's That's absurd, weird, dude. I don't like and it's it's it's, it's, yeah. it's it's it hurt our economy. <laughs> so what'd you say? Long enough. Um, we're on our last long. question anyway, so I'll ask this. And this is from our buddies at Lobo Sound. Um, we'll keep our hot take short today. Yep. Um, okay, Dan. This is for me, I guess. Fuck, marry, kill, Bobo, Colucci, <laughs> or Chewbacca. <laughs> Easy. easy. This is very easy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fuck Bobo because he's never been laid, and he deserves it more than anyone I know. Which brings me to my kill, which is Colucci. <laughs> Speaking of not getting laid. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely kill Colucci. And, you, I, you know, I, I'm not a violent person, but I've definitely thought about how I would kill Colucci a few times and how much I would. <laughs> like, I think it would be better than any orgasm I ever had. Um, so I, I really think about that. Like that was the easiest answer. You were so and, fucking uh, twisted, bro. Holy eh, shit. whatever. Fuck him. Uh, and <laughs> I would easily marry Chewbacca because why wouldn't I want to marry a Wookiee? You get to learn how to speak like a Wookiee. All that fr- you'd be warm all the time. He, you have a protector. Like I'm safe, right? I'm safe most of the time. Who's gonna fuck with Chewbacca? Life that. And he just shit. makes noises when he's upset. It's great. It's entertaining. And you're like, oh, he's being a real cunt again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Chewbacca. Easily. Are you sure you're not just talking about me? No, usually it's just... <sighs> oh, the heavy breathing. Right, right, right. All right, let's do hot takes. Um, I have a, a really easy hot take, and it's the exact opposite of my energy last week. Um, it's more of a, a, a shout-out, a tribute, um, a thank you. Uh, Wilmer Flores signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks this week. Um, and, uh, you know, being a, a Mets fan and seeing, uh, you know, what's gone on the last few years. I know we went to a World Series, but Wilmer Flores, even before the World Series year and after, was uh, never a superstar, never an MVP, but he's exactly what you want in a guy that plays his ass off for your team. He hustled. He's the all-time leader in walk-off hits and RBIs and home runs. Um, he was crying when he thought he was getting traded from the Mets, which showed he cared about it. That's where he learned to speak English is with the New York Mets. Uh, it, it was It's really cool to see a guy that loved them that much. And then you know, the next night after he wasn't traded to hit a walk-off home run, it's such a memorable moment as a Mets fan. Magic. Um, yeah, it was absolutely magic. And to, to see him going on and uh, to another team, it's a little weird. Um, you know, he wasn't a great player. He was a solid player. He looked like a young Miguel, Miguel Cabrera, he but, he hit, but he hit like a third, you know, third string, third baseman. Um, but he was good. He was a he was a good player to have, and I'm gonna miss him, and I wish him all the best in Arizona. So, um, what wh- when we go to uh, guess? What's your hot first. take? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I, have any hot I takes. think. What do you th- okay? Can I ask you a question then? Sure. What yeah. do you think about the Cowboys firing Scott Linehan? Uh, it was the best thing they could have done. Okay, good. Yeah. That's I'm interested to hear you say that. Good. I'm glad to yeah, hear you say that. I agree with you completely um yeah i don't want to get do you want to see them go to what do you would you rather see them go to a more west coast offense because i think that would suit dak best they have to incorporate his skill set they gotta they gotta get you gotta make the pocket. it they have to roll out runs things throw like to that. the open guy yeah. doesn't matter if it's yep. the big play so, yep. so let me ask if you had to pick one the, the number one thing the cowboys had to address in the offseason what would it be there you go that's good that's good um they got to get better on the offensive line. They got to. You got to get your. You got to get a better center. The center yeah. kind of ruined it I mean, this year. Yeah, yeah I mean, like really, assuming Frederick's not going to come back. Yeah, um, I they can get better at safety too. 
Okay, uh, that's fair. Those are my two. I'd that's say fair. safety and Just offensive the safety. Line. What about their secondary? You, you're not. You're all right with the secondary um, right now, as it's as it stands. Yeah, Byron Jones, Pro Bowler this year. Yeah, I they, like their corners. I, I do actually. Okay. I, I think they got to get. Better I think at defense safety. outside of safety, they're they're yeah. set. Yeah, so, resigned Demarcus. Re- resigned Demarcus Lawrence too. Um, because you, you know, should. Jason Garrett's gonna be there. So yeah, sure. So, all right. Um, I really don't have a hot take. I just kind of have a shout out. Um, I listened to a very, very, very good podcast. Uh, short podcast uh, this whole week. I listened to the Boston Globe's Gladiator podcast. Uh, mm. going over the about whole Aaron ad- Hernandez about Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, I listened to that as well. It was fantastic, and it was uh, beautifully done. It was just fantastic. I just want to give a shout out to that because it really, really just. I can't say enough how great that it was. was um, it was very good. And it, it was like it was like a true crime podcast about Aaron Hernandez. One hundred. I also like that it was it was like a, almost technically a mini series. Yeah, it was it was That's fantastic. Why I liked. So you can't go wrong with that. So uh, this was episode thirty six of You Watch I Listen. Uh, thank you to Justin. Thank you to Joshy Engineer. Thank Thanks, you dudes. to our audience who was sitting here, and one of them is very ready for bed. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we will see you guys next week. Later. Later.